0: Everybody, to podcast number 138. Uh, we're down a couple people today. We're down Daryl, we're down Carrie, but we have uh, the beautiful, you know, lovely human being Tim Wiseman. Uh, we, we
1: have we Jeff, have, thought it was him,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, have Adam know. Weber, and we have super cool guy, actually, actually, <laughs> Jeff Young. Welcome aboard. How's, How's everybody good? doing? How's good. guys, he's good. good? Good. I, I I have to
2: say, happy birthday, Julie. That's why Carrie's not here. So yeah, happy birthday, Julie. He yeah, has yeah. his
3: priorities
0: straight. Yeah, yes. smart man. Yeah, he knew he knew otherwise. So one hundred percent. So happy birthday, Julie. And because um, of it, you guys are stuck with me. <laughs> that's quite that's quite okay actually. That's all right. No problem. How was uh, how was the flight home and stuff, Jeff? You were just out here, so how did uh, how did getting home how did oh, that treat okay. you?
3: It was uneventful. Um, Good. I, uh, it was, it was good that, uh, Mitch travels so much because he was good with some tips and, uh, didn't do any checked baggage or anything like that. Um, my ride home did have checked baggage and, uh, they got their luggage and Mitch was already home and it's just over an hour's drive from the airport. So you would have to go get his car from parking, get it out of that gong show of an airport and got home and they still hadn't got their baggage yet. So. That's crazy. I mean, considering, I guess, I mean, there was like in the baggage carousel, there was thousands of, of, uh, suitcases that are unclaimed, you know, who knows when they're going to get their suitcases.
0: And it's well, I mean, they've um, been there, but Sharon Kakorin from, uh, Newfoundland. We got a message a couple of days before the event saying her luggage didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she asked if we had specific kinds of bowling balls and we did. So we lent them to her for the weekend, but, um, she she messaged me. She just found her bags in Calgary a couple days ago. Really? That's crazy. So, like, the entire time she was here, she had none of it. So,
3: Pro, pro tip for uh, anyone who's uh, t- traveling to a bowling tournament by air. Um, take a carry-on. Take your bowling shoes for sure, and you carry on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, now they let you, I guess, you know, the last while now, they let you bring bowling balls. You know, before they wouldn't even let you put bowling balls on a uh, carry-on, but now they do. So you know, pack maybe a couple of those, then you don't have to worry about you know your stuff not getting there.
2: Definitely, I always definitely put my shoes in, mm-hmm. um, and then I have uh, always forgotten my shoes at the hotel when I go practice.
3: boy So,
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: Oh, that's a super cool actually shirt. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Boston Strong. I know you support <laughs> Boston in some ways. Or other. <laughs> uh,
2: um. But I'm glad everybody made it home safely and whatnot, and uh, so it was it was good travel that way. At least um, a lot of people didn't have to stay home from like I have a bunch of uh,
3: council flights like the open happened, right? So mm-hmm. well, I know uh, Quebec had some problems on the way home. So I mean, they were like one of the I think they were one of the first uh, first groups to the airport, and I mean they were there like I don't know like six in the morning or something like that, five or six in the morning, and mm-hmm. their flight got delayed I think to like noon or something like that to leave so they were kind of stranded but you know all things considered i guess you know it was definitely a concern especially coming from pearson that uh you know we would have some problems and hearing flights get canceled constantly like 140 flights a day or something like that in in pearson just
0: yeah just glad that you guys aren't connecting in pearson Mm -hmm. i think that's that's the worst of it if if you're just flying in and out of there i think it's probably okay ish But yeah hopefully things are cleared up in a month by the time we have club tour
3: yeah fingers crossed
0: yeah but Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's it was a gong show just glad everybody was was able to get there in time Mm -hmm. um i mean lots of flights cancelled last minute before i mean kelsey's flight got cancelled at 10 o'clock the night before she was supposed to leave and she was supposed to be at the airport by 1 a.m Really. So it's like five hours before she was supposed to leave. Yeah, uh, I think all things
3: considered, it it worked out really well. I mean, the the whole tournament, the whole event itself was amazing. So, you know, it seemed like everything kind of went off without a hitch. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, some some good live stream. And uh, you know what? I'll say this, you know, all kidding aside. (laughs) Kudos to Five Pin Universe for doing the live stream, number one. And number two, having enough diversity with your group. Because, I mean, if everyone was as good as Adam is, then everyone would be bowling and there wouldn't be anyone to do the commentating and the subtle <laughs> So kudos to you guys for not having a whole bunch of Adams in your, your podcast. And, uh, you know, you have some some able bodies to do some other things.
1: I'm just – I'm one of the temporary guys here anyway. Yeah. So You're too busy oh, bowling to do yeah.
2: He's too busy bowling, yeah. No, uh, super fortunate i do have to thank the five pin universe crew i was obviously not there they did a great job for handling everything um i know carrie and julie were there daryl was there dexter definitely was a huge help and uh katie stepped up too i believe right so mm-hmm. it, was, it was great to have everybody there to to do it um <clears throat> i will say you can't have a nationals without live streaming and um, we're at that point with, in time right? with, we're at that point. with yeah. sound it's and huge. it was and it was uh there was back and forth um, of whether they're going to be able to do it or not, and we found a way to do it, and uh, I don't think we would want it any other way, right? And yeah. I'm I mean, obviously super proud of everything that we got set up. So,
3: unlike on, on my end, even so, so Jen was at the lake and she had girls' weekend, and they literally set up TVs on the on our porch and uh, watched live stream and drank, and uh, like my neighbors and everything really were popping by to see we you know what they what the commotion was about and. And uh, so, like, the entire park, you know, kind of got a little little taste of, you know, that publicity, which was really good, too. And I can only imagine that, you know, it probably happened, you know, all over the place.
0: We yeah. learned that Jeff is liked enough from people that we probably shouldn't chirp about on, on live streams.
3: <laughs> 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 like, We were all surprised, all- though. They're obviously, they, they, don't, they don't know the relationship enough that I definitely deserve everything I get. <laughs> and probably then some. And you oh, know yeah. what? It, I'm just going to keep feeding it anyway. So, you know, like, you yep. guys got your moment where I couldn't say anything back for a while, but <laughs> yeah. here I am.
0: I'm back saying stuff
3: again. That's <laughs> right. We,
0: we brought you on for a reason. Absolutely. Be prepared.
2: Yeah. Um, Deshu, how many, at one point, how many viewers were you were thinking that were watching live? At least? I know,
0: like, for the stepladder, it was... Between two and 250 people. That's awesome. Right. Absolutely. And it, yeah. and you think about that,
2: it's not just two or 250 people. It's mm-hmm. probably 500, double that, or maybe a little. People sure, are watching yeah. around screens, right? So yep. um, I think that's definitely a great a great hit for all of us. So super happy with that.
3: Yeah, yeah great job, guys. Like it, it, it really uh, it added a, an, an element. You know, for someone like myself, I haven't been to nationals for, for Masters since – 2010 and uh, you know the whole landscape of bowling has changed since then and you know that was never an option back then and it was just it was really nice you know having a a household where you know both Jen and I couldn't come out together and her still getting to watch and you know kind of getting to tune in on the action and see what you know it's a lot better than me just saying oh yeah hey we won this game you know she can actually see it and and see the uh, the passion and the emotion which is good
0: totally yeah and it it just ultimately promotes the sport Everywhere it promotes masters, but it promotes the game as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, there's two things that are important for the people that aren't in the building, and that's going to be a live stream, and that's going to be stats. Mm-hmm. And, and those two things are really important, and it shows the passion of the game when when you're not there. Um, it it shows your membership that you know you guys are running a great event, and and this is what you can look forward to if mm-hmm. you do make it, and um, yeah. Have you, so how often have you played on live stream? Oh, a lot. I don't
3: don't know. Not very often. Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
0: Was it different playing on live stream? Did you notice it at all? Don't notice the thing. No. That's good.
3: No, I mean, when we're bowling, I think it's, I mean, for, for I, I, I guess I can only speak for myself, but I know for a lot of other people as well, like you just, you get so into, you know, what's going on in the game that that's, you know, like you don't hear people cheering, you know, like it just all gets drowned out, you know, totally. with, with the focus. So, I mean, it's another element that I don't think affects too many people's game. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's a bonus. And, and I think too, like down the road, like on the corporate level, you know, how many, how many corporations or businesses are looking into this saying, Hey, like, you know, this is an opportunity here. I mean, the, uh, the, the five pin Universe league itself would be, you know, like a, a good example of that where, People are stepping up, saying, "Hey, like, there's an opportunity here for do some sponsorship." You know, it's a good, it's a good uh, working relationship that way.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think I think it's less noticeable when you're on a team than it is playing on singles. Mm-hmm. Singles is just kind of like, yeah, right there. I, I get it. On yeah,
2: but yeah. 20, 2016 step ladder. Um, in in Scottsdale was a little bit different. We had uh, Chelsea did a great job with uh, the live streaming out there and everything at that point. Um, but they got a f- camera crew that came in, and we were playing. I remember us playing uh, Jeff Stevens' Sticks, right? And I was playing him, and and they had a, a girl literally in the pit, and mm. she was literally zooming the camera up on you when, when you're playing. And that was a little bit weird, right? Yeah, because um, it was between the benches too, so you can walk where you normally walk. You had to walk around her, and uh, that was a little bit weird. So this the way, the we the way the live streaming is nowadays, it's definitely not as invasive. I would I would yeah. say.
1: Well, we're, yeah. all, we're all just so used to it now, especially on tour, right? Yeah. You're always seeing some sort of live stream. But I, and I, th- I think you, even with some of those other camera angles, uh, if that was like a, the norm and you you know, had a chance to play it, in, you know, a few years, I, I don't even think you would notice uh, any of those cameras out there either, and just you know, kind of focus on whatever games there.
3: Yeah, and I think too, like the, I guess the way with live streaming and and the technology of cameras. I remember when I was like 14 or 15, I I bowled in a tournament where the uh the finals were televised on tv and and you had like the the camera and the lights down the lanes and you can just feel the heat off of the lights shining on you and i mean that was definitely something to get used to you're literally staring into a headlight the whole time you're bowling that's not anything that we have to worry
1: about anymore which is great yeah thank god for that
2: tour tour finals is like that
1: yeah a little bit yeah
2: yeah yeah it's a lot hotter down in the pit i mean Mm -hmm. from, from what i remember it's been a few years obviously but so uh <laughs> Since but it, it, it definitely is that way, so
1: well, we'll we'll make sure it's a short visit for you again this year. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, no, I haven't even thought about that Alan. Yeah, I was like fuck. <laughs> uh,
5: we'll see. Just, maybe I have
2: my revenge, muddy. right? You know, um three times the charm, right? So
1: Is it only three?
2: <laughs> four times. I don't four know. times four times the charm. And we're it, not it, on it, seven and eight. D- there's It'll a few of us. It'll be fun. Yeah, there's a few of us in the same boat that's for sure. Yeah. Definitely asking your son not to be in the crowd. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, He'll, he'll be right, right behind. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> he'll be cheering for you, not me.
2: Yeah, probably. my like, dad's a hack, for sure. <laughs> yes.
1: Retire already. Yeah, yeah. Again?
0: Again.
2: I do notice you have a little, little uh, trophy in the background you have displayed there.
1: Yeah, you know what? It, it, most of my stuff it just ends up in a box, but this one's just so nice that I think it should be on display. You know, once every five, six weeks I'm on this thing. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that one means uh, means a lot. That that Hall of Fame plaque. So
0: it absolutely should. Yeah,
2: it kind of brightens up there with the light there. So.
1: Not oh, my words. Is. So so's your forehead. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <Jesus. laughs> I've had a shower today. Don't... don't, don't.
5: <laughs>
0: Alright, we're going to thank the people that made this all possible. So thank you to all of our Patreon members. Um, honestly, can't thank you guys enough for all your support. Um, you can sign up at patreon.com slash 5 universe uh, for as little as $2 a month Canadian. So um, all that helps us do the podcasts and the live streams and all those things all those subscriptions cost money so um every contribution has helped significantly so thank you and big thank you to all-star bowling sales um, shelby crest we'll run the commercial and uh we'll get this thing going of people on the docket tonight we're gonna be rotating through people every about 15 minutes or so Uh, we're gonna have some people that are normally chattier than normal and we're gonna try to suppress that just a touch (laughs) so that we can fit in everybody today Um, but first up from southern Ontario uh, teaching ladies team gold we're gonna bring in Laura Barton Hey Laura. Hey. Welcome.
6: Thank you. Well, hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Have you well. come down from the weekend?
6: Um, I'm actually not sure if it's even hit me yet. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> this sense of calm and everything, so yeah. <laughs> right now I'm good.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the experience?
6: Um I don't know, just the whole environment of it. It was so fun to just be there and be up in the energy of all of it. Like, this was my first Nationals, and I wasn't entirely sure how it was going to be in terms of, like, is it going to be loud and cheering, like, you know, the Open can be, or is it going to be super serious and everyone's all stoic and just going up there and throwing? But it turned out to be a really fun and good time, and we got going with the other teams even, so it was really just great in that way.
0: Yeah, awesome! A good opportunity to make new friends around the country that you never would have seen before, and yeah, um, that's to me always like my favorite part of those experiences. It's just the the intermingling in between games and stuff like that. It's it's always awesome. So you've played the Open before? Yes. How does this compare? Um. Well, the Open I have
6: been to provincials and um, that's Your the provincials are on huge
0: there.
5: though.
6: Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and like I said, like the open, I knew the high energy, really loud, lots of people and you really get going with your team. And so like I said, I wasn't sure how Masters Nationals would be, but it was I found it very similar once our team got going and got cheering and stuff and especially with other teams like Alberta and how loud they were and it just like really drove us to be high energy and stuff too. So that was super fun
2: awesome um how, how was your team um continuity because i know with teaching masters you don't necessarily play with a lot of the same players all the time right and such a vast um array of people out in ontario so how did that work out for you guys obviously well but i mean, <laughs> put, I mean at, at, at the beginning wise how, how did everything work out and progress? yeah so
6: during masters i had never actually bowled with any of these ladies um i knew sarah i had I would faced her in the open before at one point and um, I knew Joby from other masters tournaments in the past and stuff, but the rest of my team, I had never really interacted with on any level. So going in after year end we're like, okay, here's our team. It was like, okay, how's this gonna, how are we gonna mesh, Right? So we actually had the opportunity to come together for one practice before nationals and we had a lot of fun there and, and we vibed pretty well. And then the practice, just before nationals, like in Alberta, um, it was the same sort of thing. So it was um, a lot of good meshing of personalities. There was no drama, um, which is always Perfect. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> not always um, the case. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. It's not always the case. So we were, we were lucky with that. And, uh, yeah, we just had a lot of fun. And, obviously, it, it helped us with our game and, and let us just focus on that instead of trying to deal with other Nonsense and distractions that might
0: have come up with drama, right? So. Totally, you get to know each other really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Spending an entire week together with, you know, in the pits and in, in the off off the lanes at the hotel, having dinner, stuff like that. You get to, yeah, yeah you get to know people really mm-hmm. quick in that time period. And I think that's part of the reason why our game is so great and why there are so many friendships around the country is that we get really secluded with people, and you really <laughs> don't have a choice. <laughs> so,
1: well, especially uh, with matches, you do have that extra downtime, uh, and, you know, the evenings to actually have that opportunity to spend some time, you know, together, which is really awesome. Uh, yeah. w- w- was there any specific moments or a specific match that, that really stood out uh, throughout the week for you?
6: Um, I mean, we had so many matches where we had to like really fight for it, and and that was a lot of adrenaline going there so that was really fun um again alberta comes to mind just with how loud they were the alberta teaching ladies they're so loud they have all those cheers that you know all those old cheers get everyone going and so like facing them i knew we had to cheer just as loud we had to be just as high energy and go in there and not let them get the edge on us that way and so that one just really sticks out to me for sure
2: I know. I noticed you guys won the first twelve matches.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: that, that definitely helps for a That's national championship, yeah. right? Um, yeah, it just kind of got on a roll and just never stopped. It looked like.
6: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. We kind of came flying out of the gate, and that first day was just wild, and even into the the second day, obviously. But it was just like back to back to back we're winning these matches like holy crap <laughs> we're really doing this guys let's just keep it going keep it going and that's what jody like our, our coach kept saying too he's like all right let's keep it going let's you know keep working on getting those pins making sure we're not giving any points away and uh, yeah that was just kind of how we went the whole time
0: yeah and you guys weren't like winning by a little bit either they're all sixes and sevens like those are those are good Brighton wins, wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and like way over average, three hundred and forty-seven, two hundred three, two hundred six. Like, yeah, not a uh, not small wins. Although looking looking at the stats here, you see most of the teams are quite a bit over average. Mm-hmm.
1: So, as, but, as you'd kind of expect at, but, at Bonnie Dune too, yeah. right? for sure.
2: But 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 look at theirs. 2, 2,400 above average. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was that, a bit nuts. That's. That, that's collectively insane. averaging twenty pins yeah. over your average. I say
3: that that looks like my, my ten game score you know, for the, for the week,
0: 2392. <laughs> if you, if you talked to Bailey Lawson, he'd probably say, yeah. Probably yeah. So,
2: <laughs> so, Laura, playing the Open, obviously you've had some experience playing the Open. How was it playing teaching masters when uh, instead of being scratches, pins over average, was there a little bit of a different um, thought process or di- dynamic change that you maybe weren't used to or your team wasn't?
6: Um, I'm not sure for my team, but for me personally, it was definitely different because obviously with scratch, it's a little bit more blatant if you're winning your match or not. And with the pins over average, it's like, you got to keep that in mind. But I personally didn't want to know those numbers because then that would get in my head and mess me up. So pretty much my goal was just like shoot as high over my average as possible and make sure that we get as much on the bottom as possible so that we're taking care of any pluses or minuses that we have to deal with. Um, So yeah, Yeah. it's very different for sure.
0: I've coached one thing that was POA match play. It was IP nationals in Thunder Bay one year. I want to say it was like 2010 or something like that. 2012. 2012. Um, And that's exactly what I did too. I I didn't even worry about the individual matches at all. Honestly, it was just like, okay, where are we sitting at for averages for team averages? Okay. We just got to beat this. And then we're good because you're gonna win the team. You're gonna win the individual matches in there, anyways. Everyone's gonna be trying their best to be as much pins over average as possible. Yeah, but just worry about that bottom number and and kind of go from there. But yeah, Absolutely,
3: Yeah. What uh, you know, this being your first nationals, um, what you think is your, your your biggest takeaway from the event overall? You know, maybe it's something that'll. Um, spark that interest or burn to you know make it back there next year or, or following years
6: um man, that's a good question <laughs> um I think just like the competitiveness of it um for me competitive bowling is really my thing so seeing all those amazing bowlers out there even across like the tournament and the singles and all that it's just like wow, I want to be a part of that again. That's so awesome. And, um, yeah, again, just seeing how awesome everyone else does and, and how well everyone else shoots. Uh, so that's a, a big thing for me.
0: That was a really nice thing about this Nationals, too. Um, and it doesn't happen often, but you get to have all the divisions in one center. Um, yeah. I mean, ultimately, there's only – you can only do it in Edmonton and you can only do it in Oshawa. Mm-hmm. And that's really, like, the only two places you could do that. But yeah. it, was, it was nice to see – Um, because everybody can go and cheer on everybody. Most of the time it's split Mm -hmm. up into different centers, and that's great for supporting the centers and stuff like that too, but there's certain divisions you may never see in a weekend. Um, Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was really neat to see that part of it too, so. Mm -hmm. uh, And and, and give people the experience of watching, you know, Mitch do a a double fist pop winning his singles title, you know? Yeah, Uh, well, and the other...
6: The other cool thing with that, too, is that you get your entire contingent there cheering you on. So for, like, Mm -hmm. the open between split houses, we never really saw, like, the ladies and the men's teams, for instance, because we had the mix and the uh, seniors in one house and then the others in there. But with this, it was like you'd go see the men's team and give them a high five or go see the, the tournament teams and the teaching teams, just see everybody and be able to cheer each other on in that way. So that was really cool, too.
3: That's why we need to bring Sherwood back.
6: Yeah. Right. That was <laughs> like
3: right. Like same idea as Bonnie Dune or, or Nebs yeah. or whatever. It was just, I mean, it was always good to have, you know, especially when it was a split split house. Right.
6: Yeah.
3: No, uh, you could just turn around and walk, you know, 20 feet and go see someone else, you know, a like mixed team bowl or seniors team bowl for us anyway, seniors team bowl. And yeah. uh, you know, we kind of, we're kind of losing that, you know, year yeah. to year. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was awesome, but half of it is a convenience store now, so we're kind of we kind of of There's
3: still lanes there though. They're yeah. still there. Yeah. They're 24 is there twenty four
0: still like tucked away? Yeah, they're somewhere in there,
3: yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that. <laughs> it's still home to me, so you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to touch on at all, Laura? Any shout-outs uh, you want to give or anything like that?
6: Well, I just wanted to say thanks to you guys for doing the streaming, like was touched on before. like It gave the opportunity for so many people to see it that couldn't be there. So, for instance, it gave co-workers, friends, family back home the opportunity to watch it, and that was really cool for them to be able to do. So, yes, thank you to you guys for sure.
0: Yeah, no problem. We we, we really definitely wanted to make sure that we got all the divisions some airtime. It was impossible for us to get every everybody airtime, but um, we tried and and we just think it's important as, for exact situations like that, right? So yeah, yeah, that's
2: yeah. Cool. So so Laura moving in next year. Uh, what what are your goals for twenty twenty three? Obviously, you try to make the Masters again. Newfoundland. Is there anything else that's on your bucket list for next year?
6: Um, see what I can do with the Open again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The, our mixed team came in second at provincial so it'd be cool to to see if we can uh, you know beat that out or maybe make another team whatever the case may be but yeah just get back and do the competitiveness of it some more um like i started in ybc when i was really young and bold until uh ybc was over and like did a year of masters and then took like 10 years off so this is like me coming back to it all so yeah, yeah. just to, it's, to a, kind it's of, a
3: common thing right
6: yeah Just kind of to hit my stride again, get my average up again, and uh, get back bowling with everybody.
0: Absolutely. Well, this is a huge step, so congratulations. Thank
6: you
0: so much. Congrats. Awesome. Perfect. Well, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for coming on.
6: Yeah, cool. Um, (laughs) Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem at all. And uh, we'll bring in our next guest here right away.
1: Congrats again.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Perfect. Alright, so our next guest, um he was the Teaching Min Singles Gold Medalist. i have got Dylan Stevenson. Hello, hello. Welcome hello. aboard. Hey welcome. welcome.
7: How's it going everyone? Good. Excellent. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad.
0: How are you feeling after the after the weekend?
7: Oh, it was it was incredible, honestly. Uh, the whole experience as a whole—not even like the meddling was nice, but just like seeing the caliber of bowlers that are that are across this whole country—it was incredible.
0: But okay, so l- let's talk about the caliber of bowlers. Uh, there were some records broken over the weekend, tons of them. Um, but you averaged two seventy three. That's so awesome. <laughs> so good uh if you want to talk about like top caliber bowling over the weekend uh your name is absolutely in that mix that's incredible
7: <laughs> i appreciate that thank you thank you
0: you were what what is it plus 878 pins <laughs> over 21 games well
7: wow. I, I in that last in the last day uh i was going to the last day at about plus 850-ish, and, and I, I want to try and break the 900 mark, and I got my own head. Oh, come
3: on. You want to go <laughs> 1,000. Come on. 1,000. I it, mean, like... that would be cool. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Man. Don't try and undersell yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, amazing. Averaging 40 pins over your your average of going into that's incredible. I mean,
3: that's not even mathematically possible for Adam to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is. Trust me. I, I beat him an average of zero Sunday match. He was not good.
1: Oh, I, I, I was close. Actually, you were close. I think I was you close, were, actually. Were, yeah. not, not not I don't think it's that high, but it, it's close. It was, it's close. You're right. It, it was probably it was like 30
2: 35. Five. Yeah,
0: 35.
2: So, so Dylan, your team gets silver and you get gold. Um, I guess what were your expectations coming into the weekend? And and uh, obviously, oh, what were your feelings after the weekend?
7: Uh, I mean, going into it, I was, I was, uh, kind of trying to stay away from the singles aspect, like just focus on the team stuff. And if, if the singles points came, then they came and, uh, just kind of ride that wave until the end. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, throughout the whole tournament, it just got better and better. The energy just from every team just kind of got up and up. And by the end of it, it was, it was something that will definitely be in my memory for like ever
0: it it's very different how they run the singles for teaching than it is for the tournament division which i i don't i don't mind it honestly i don't mind it how do you how do you feel competing at the same time for both and i think i would have probably been the same way too where i i probably wouldn't have thought too much about the singles aspect and just focused on the team side of it because the team side is like where, where you're going to drive up that adrenaline and that momentum and, and you can kind of ride that as well. So I think it's in your best interest to sort of play that way. But um, yeah, a totally different way of handling singles, kind of neat. Um, did you ever look at it be like, hey, like this is who I'm facing for singles going into each game or did you not worry about it at all?
7: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was like trying to pay attention to who I was bowling against, but I wasn't paying too much attention to the scores itself. Um, but I like, like, cause I'm not a very big singles bowler. I like being on a team cause I like the energy. I like the, the riling up and everything. So having it both, it was actually a lot better in my opinion.
2: Hmm. So, uh, um, I think all of us, except for Dex have been a singles at the masters nationals, but, um, I do have a question about it. So if you did your singles the way you guys did it in teaching masters and that's fine. Do you, would you ever prefer to have a step ladder like I know you won it all, but would you ever prefer to have a step ladder or or a final kind of finish for the teaching masters still, or do you still prefer it the way you did it, regardless whether you won gold this way or not?
7: I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it. Uh, I do believe if you want to like, because the goal is to keep progressing your scores to get better and better throughout your whole career. So having that stepladder might give you that uh, incentive as to what's to come and how to uh, how to bowl that format better uh, if you end up making say the tournament the singles. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think um, with teaching there's such a, a broad spectrum, obviously, of um, averages and and stuff like that. So having yourself go in there, you know, normally being what, what is what is your normal league average, Dylan? Two forty.
7: Uh I mean I didn't do too well this year so it was only a 230 this year.
0: Okay so but yeah okay so a 230 proficient bowler like a, a good bowler Very and solid. then exactly and then and then you have your teaching division you might you might have somebody that's averaging 160 right, right. so like there's I think that there's a big confidence level difference in the two of them and mm-hmm. I wonder if that's kind of why they shy away from it but it is also a national championship where you go in there to compete at the highest level that you can. So I, I don't think that's a bad thing to do. And I agree with you where um, it'll teach them to get better in those situations. Um, but the, the lower averages probably aren't going to be in those situations very often to even utilize that. I don't know.
7: Well, I mean, like the good thing about having the lower average going into the teaching division is that it's, it's like, if you throw the right game, you're gonna be so many pins over your average, right? So it could right. it could also work in their favor as well.
0: When I I talked about this a little bit with our last guest Laura there, um, but when I coached in 2012, as Tim corrected me, <laughs> 20, <laughs> um, I I had a lady that, or I had a couple people that averaged like 220, and I had um, a girl that averaged 100. And but the great thing about having the person that averages 100 is that their bad games are never gonna hurt you. Mm-hmm. But like their their bad games are going to be eighty. So, okay, they're twenty pins below, right? Yeah. Whereas like you know us averaging two seventy, you you shoot you shoot a buck ninety. It's over. That really hurts mm-hmm. the team. Yeah. Definitely for sure. Yeah, it's different. It's neat, but I think that's the really cool thing about the teaching division too, is that you get all all spectrums on uh, um, skill levels, and mm-hmm. and that's what'll drive people further.
7: Yeah, absolutely. So. so I mean,
1: I'd assume that uh, you basically found comfort right from right from the get-go in day one. Oh, did, did your team uh, find that comfort as, as well around
7: you? Uh, I mean, it, it was... I, they kind of fired me up in the beginning because uh, I saw them kind of starting a bit strong. So it also fired me up to start strong as well. And I believe the first game was a 395 or something like that. Okay. So that kind of kind of give us that boost to, you know, Hey, we can do this. We, we can keep pushing through and kind of ride the, ride the energy all the way through.
3: Having uh, so having won the gold medal and, and silver as well, what, uh, like what's next for Dylan? Like where, where do you see your game progressing from here? Uh, is it giving you more drive to, to do some bigger, better things? You know, are you just going to try and get back and defend your title?
7: Um. I mean, the main goal is to try and uh, try and make the tournament men's team next year because uh, that's something that I wanted to do this year, but just had a couple bad tournaments and it didn't really work out. Um, but also, I'm going to be trying some of the uh, WCBTs next year as well, so awesome. that'll also give me the experience against the high caliber bowlers yet again, and hopefully fuel fuel my energy again to to make it back next year.
2: So. So Dylan, I, I do want to give maybe a shout out to your masters. Uh, I follow obviously most of the bowling pages out there, in the Masters Bowlers Association of Manitoba. Teaching masters, they do something called uh, was it a rumble or what? What did they do? Royal something?
7: The Royal uh, Rumble.
2: So you want to explain what that is? Because I, I hear that gets a lot of uh, a lot of people competing
7: on that. So they uh, <laughs> they took a trophy and then added the toppers from each trophy all the way around it to make this big, <laughs> ridiculous-looking trophy. Um, and so it's $2 every tournament you put in. And then it's basically elimination style. So after game one, uh, you eliminate some people, and then it keeps going all the way down, all the way down. And then the I believe it's the final two games. It's a two-game roll-off between the two finalists. And then winner takes home the prize money as well as the trophy.
0: It, yeah. Was Hendo involved with this? I this feels gotta like Hendo. Got to you know, like Hendo all over. Uh,
7: I believe it was him and Roland. Roland Plague. Okay, all
0: right. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love stuff like that. That's cool. So it's it fun too. It's,
2: it's not about the money. It's about the trophy, right?
7: Oh, I, I, absolutely.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> you best, get a trophy with a hundred
7: toppers on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well. Yeah. They, yeah.
7: There is
3: something to be said about that because I remember in 2009 uh, in uh, uh, Regina for for the Open, and Jay Young threw a perfect game and he won like $66,000 for the perfect game. And uh, they asked him right after he threw it, you know, like how much pressure, everything like that. And he said it, he didn't even think about the money, it was the prestige of having a 450 at Nationals. That's all he cared about. And then the money was a bonus. I mean, that's a really good bonus. But so, <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, yeah. the you know the the prestige of uh, you know sometimes uh, you know oversells the uh, the money aspect of things for sure.
7: Most definitely. Uh, can
0: we can we touch on that for just one second? Who else is surprised that there wasn't more 400s and <laughs> wasn't a perfect game of nationals?
3: Oh, uh,
2: I so shocked. I'm. I'm not shocked.
1: To be
0: I'm
2: honest, I'm not shocked at the
1: no perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Everybody came in there to shoot up big scores, and there were always big scores there. But after our open provincials, um, I. I really felt like, uh, I. We kind of got an idea what to expect down there, right? I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to, talking to a few people out there, like Lonnie. I think people there was obviously scores to be had, but if you were struggling a little bit down there, I think there's a lot more pressure down there
5: because mm-hmm.
2: you see a lot of scores and you start pressing a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so there is that effect down there, I think. Right.
3: We so. talked, we talked about it. Mitch uh, Davies kept saying it the whole, the whole week was, you know, it's the ultimate test of your, your mental ability because you know, I know how many times I was on a four bagger from the start and you know, and I pick in five and in six frame, I'm losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it just exactly. happens over and over and over. It's like a person is, unless they're mathematically out of it, they're never out of it. Cause you're a couple good shots away from winning and you're one bad shot away from losing every single yeah.
0: game. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say it's a different style of game cause mm-hmm. you really don't want to punch. Like punching is bad all the time, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a different scenario when your pinfall is that good. Cause yeah. one punch can throw you behind Crazy. real quick.
7: Yeah. yep yeah especially so, in that kind of a nice house, yeah. too. so
3: I am surprised though, like for for the the tournament uh, men team, like I thought there would be you know sixteen seventy or something, you know what I mean, I thought there's something to be truly ridiculous for a score. And it yeah, seemed yeah. like watching Manitoba like the first couple days, every time they started a game, it was like, oh, cool, like. Here they go, like they're yeah. gonna get it this game. Oh no, not this game. Oh, okay, they're gonna get it this game. You know, they like just—it it was absolutely ridiculous to see some crazy starts from yeah. from full teams. You know,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, but we like, did like, see like, some like, like you guys against Alberta. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, you know what? So I, I will say though, for for our match, like I know we were we were live stream two of them. Man, you could have live stream all three matches because they were all crazy games. You know, like. Yeah. From start to finish, they were unreal, you know, so much suspense, a lot of action, you know, it was, it was crazy.
1: Not the first one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so, so Dylan, we have a few minutes left here. Um, is there anything you want to give a shout out to your team or your coach, or is there anybody back home that helped you out along the way?
7: I mean, my mom's been supportive of me like throughout the whole bowling season. She's at my every every Friday night league I go to, uh, every Masters tournament. She's always there supporting me. So that that's always nice having having family member there. Uh, the team uh, for keeping me fired up. The coach for helping me when I was struggling, uh, and then a big shout out to Adam Rainville from Southern Ontario. Uh, throughout this whole tournament, he was sitting there cheering me on the whole time and. He, he's just a really genuine dude. It was nice to meet him.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. Love hearing stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. Anything else you guys want to touch on?
3: Um. Okay. Well, I can I can fire off. Uh. You know. I guess a a quick question. What advice would you give? Uh. You know. Someone who I guess is, um, you know, on the cusp say you, you said you you had a down year 230, um, you know, to to get out and bowl either teaching or tournament masters, you know, get themselves, you know, they're, they're kind of thinking about it, but maybe they're a little intimidated, um, you know, especially on the tournament side of things. What kind of advice would you give someone um, who's considering bowling masters of some form or another?
7: Um, I mean, if like... Besides the competitive aspect of the sport, uh, for masters, it's also all about like having fun and meeting new people. So, uh, if if you're interested, uh, then I would say, you I mean, you know how to bowl, you've been doing it for whatever, or even if you haven't been and you want to get into the competitive aspect, just go out there, have fun with it, and it's it's just it's just great fun. You you, you can't really stress about the bowling side of it as much as as you want to or should
0: for sure
1: that's great advice yeah. it really is gotta get out there and play totally. that's how you get the experience right exactly and if,
0: go, and if you go out there and just enjoy it and not worry too much about it you're gonna play way better yeah for
7: sure absolutely play way better always so.
0: awesome well thanks man really appreciate you having come uh having come on
7: <laughs> thanks
0: I, I, yeah. Um, congratulations again! Uh, incredible weekend. A gold medal and a silver medal. Um, incredible.
7: Thank you very and much. And for records, records, me. So. Good job. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Great Pretty job, Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.
0: All right. So, moving on to our next guest. Uh, tournament men's team gold, uh, along with Jeffy here. We're gonna Jeffy. double dip here. Yeah. <laughs> Before,
3: Before you bring him on here, the, the one thing I do want to say was. I, I had never bowled with Bobby before this this Whoa, past week.
0: Now spoilers. So <laughs> never. So I
3: just want to say like it was um you know uh something I was really looking forward to. Yeah, it was uh and it was it was everything I hoped it would be and more for sure. It was uh it was amazing. I'm Can I bring it dis- in now, Jeff? I'm glad yeah, you dis- but- didn't disappoint you. <laughs>
0: Big surprise is Bobby Torvald. Hey guys,
8: <laughs> Jeff, you just uh, you just broke my heart, Jess. No, you know, it's, was so sweet of you.
3: It was either it was either me or I bring Sky in, you know.
8: Oh yeah, where is she? Was, I'm surprised just, she hasn't
3: shown up yet. She's sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he stayed at my place one time. send sends a video through a night of my dog just constantly for like what ten minutes straight licking the top of his head. Oh man, <laughs>
8: <laughs> and it was. It was what late at night, and even the next day, woke up. She's all over you for like ten minutes straight. Then back, then over the Jordan for ten minutes. Back to me, and I could do nothing but laugh for ten minutes straight. Can't breathe, and she's licking me like I've you've never been licked before, and it's actually kind of enjoyable. <laughs> this is Jeff's dog. That's my kid. You're
5: talking. This is about. Jeff's dog, by the way. <laughs> Jeff's dog. Yeah. All I have to say that.
2: is, all I have to say is, she doesn't know you, Bobby, and what she's doing with you. Imagine somebody she loves like Jeff. Oh. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there.
7: Yep.
8: Yeah. Good. How <laughs> much? A lot of peanut butter. No. <laughs> all right. Moving on. So, how was the turtle wow. for you guys? <laughs> Uh no, the tournament was awesome. Um and like Jeff mentioned there, I was really looking forward to this one a lot more too because I've never played with, with him. Um Jim not in Masters either, but uh, at, at the open. But um Jeffy never and it was it was it was something I was looking forward to and it turned out like he said, uh, everything you thought it would be. Uh and it was just, you know, something you'll remember for sure. He's a hell of a player and Definitely enjoyed it, and and the rest of the guys too.
0: But hell of a player! Did you hear that, Bailey? Did yeah, hell
3: of a player. <laughs> <laughs> I was a complete boat anchor wow. at the anchor <laughs> position. <from> the <laughs> it like
8: was it was tough to watch at times, yeah. But he yeah, pulled through. He pulled through when he needed him.
2: <laughs> I I mean, Jeffy only averaged you know two sixty six. That's that's pretty minuscule, right? So, but I mean, two sixty six. Like, yeah, he was
8: like 210 two ten at some years, point. I, like <laughs>
3: I brought that up a, a long way.
8: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it didn't look pretty at times. That's for sure. No, it never does. I reason. think we were all at that. We we were all there at one point.
0: So have you have you guys won a gold medal before a Masters?
8: Uh, Bobby has, yeah. Yeah, that's my fifth.
0: Your fifth number gold medal, number three. Number yeah. three for me. That's pretty incredible. Um, would do you guys prefer winning the way you guys have, where you know you don't have to worry about your last game at all? Honestly, um, uh, or do you prefer coming down the wire and having that intensity and and winning it on the last frame, sort of thing?
8: It, it's a bit of a give and a take. Um, so I've won what teams four times now, and I, I, I think mo- almost all of them probably were done before the last game, and uh, I think this one for me mostly it, it was. It was a grind. It was you're you're in the trenches pretty hard. I think it was a deep field. Every game, what you know, you have to you have to go all the way through ten frames with with everybody, you know, with the right attitudes and grinding things out. And uh, to go to go neck and neck with Newfoundland and being like a couple points away and like winning a game and not gaining ground, you might even lose a point, and then you're going down. And the schedule was set up that we were we were going to take them on in in the final game. And, uh, and you guys, you know, Alberta was not even out of the mix. I don't think fully if, if we had lost the game or something there and then you would have us going neck and neck with the Newfies, and then Alberta on the side, like honestly, the, that probably wouldn't have been an ex- a crazy, you know, enjoyable, fun experience, but I don't know if I could have handled it to be no. honest. <laughs> yeah. For, for some reason this year, it took me about a game and a half every single day to kind of settle in. I didn't feel good. You know, it was – the nerves were there for some reason. Um, could have been a little fatigue and stuff like that too. But, um, yeah, it was just a while settling in. And I'm, I think that last game, it would have been pretty nerve-wracking. But... Oh, for sure. You,
0: you shot you shot 600 for your first
3: two. Yeah, he just hit
8: Yeah,
1: actually. Yeah. It's a Bonnie Dune 600. That must have been wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
8: there was, you know, a few absolute terrible shots mixed in with, like, some strings – which it's are not time. hard there, right? Yeah. Uh, the 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 one thing that that I noticed, especially
1: uh, with, with you guys' team, is just how balanced you guys were. Pretty much every game, um, you know, if one guy was struggling, there was everybody else was. You like, can you say have, it you I was four guys going I was all the times. no well, no, you know, two sixty <laughs> six over weekends, you know pretty damn solid right so uh, but uh, you guys had three and a half four guys going literally every game right so uh, that that type of balance I I think was was probably your biggest strength Um, Mm -hmm. you always had a a couple you know big shooters which uh, you always had somebody on a run and it's so incredible how uh, the team can just rally around you know one guy who's Mm -hmm. going big and uh, then, like you said, no, Bobby, you know, just just kind of settle in, and then the whole team settles in, and you, you guys are unbelievable when, when you're you know rolling as a team. Well, yeah,
8: I,
3: I want to say too, like I, I'm sure Bobby, we've talked about this, but um, I'm sure he feels the same way. But like this team were you know complete professionals. You know what I mean? Like every aspect of the game, it was you know you know they were here to, to win. And there was a, there was a goal and, and, you know, like sure, you know, like you say, you can have like a couple of big shooters and uh, and, and, you know, kind of carry you, but like that, that never happened. We all played really smart. We paid attention to our surroundings to use that, you know, hopefully to our advantage down the road and um, you know, and everyone picked each other up and, and I've been part of some really good teams, but I had never been part of a team where, you know, uh, one through five plus coach, said everything right, did everything right, and just made it happen.
2: Yeah, it, it, Isn't that the key, though? I mean, you realistically, look, every team that wins gels like that, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, and obviously, uh, we always think the Southern Ontario, any team that comes out of Southern Ontario, whether it's the Open or the Masters, are always a team to be reckoned with, right?
5: Yeah.
2: And, and uh, you have Bobby there. You had Nathan Cooper. Nathan's a great player. You have yourself, Jeff. Um, Jim Head is obviously a legend out in Ontario. Hall of Famer. And it, yeah, yeah and you know doug brock is probably people don't talk about him enough right and doug he can play just as well yeah, um, Dougie. I, it, yeah
3: you want a guy just, to bring energy at the top of the lineup you know he's yes. the guy and that's the thing like he doesn't have to rattle off four or five yeah. in a row to be that guy you know like it's just everything about him his you know his attitude his mannerisms everything like that is just get you fired up you know
8: y- yeah and him too like they're like he, he he'll probably be the first one to say like he wish he played a little bit sharper, not pick as much, or mm-hmm. you know just be better at certain times. But he played the part perfectly. You know, it was, I played two hole ninety five percent of the time, and it was just so easy to follow him, regardless of what he was shooting. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that made it a lot easier on me too. And then I think that just trickled down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody was confident. Yeah, but yeah. Dougie, he's a little under underappreciated, I think, out there by, sure. by some 100%. people. Yeah. yeah,
0: But but that that just shows the absolute importance of attitude. And we've said it lots on this. It's like, hey, like you don't have to play your absolute best. There are bigger things than averaging, you know, three fifty. Like there, <laughs> there's bigger things than that. And if you if you can <clears throat> make the people around you better by having a good attitude and not sulking when you do struggle, yeah. that is far more important.
8: I yeah.
3: I will admit that one person on the team that wasn't bowling very well actually laid down in traffic the one night. <laughs> He did. Calgary Trail or whatever that road is, I literally yeah. laid down on the road because <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. I'm so terrible. I just, <laughs> that's, done. That's,
8: uh, it, ballsy. I did. I, li- I laid right <laughs> down. He did. It was, there was traffic. Not a lot, but there was traffic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I obviously, I wasn't there, but I, I was watching the scores diligently throughout the time. Um, there was points where I, it looks like there was a four-team race. Dynamic wise, I mean Manitoba. Obviously, you said there was throwing lots of bombs and lots of strikes and stuff like that. They're unreal. Alberta, Alberta was in there for a while as well. Um, was there certain teams that you guys got up against, or certain teams that you know uh, that you're a little bit more worried about, or how is that kind of dynamic as a whole for a tournament?
8: Um, I think every time coming out is all. It's always looking at Alberta. You guys are so deep and so good. Um, and Manitoba has become a real force out yeah. there, but I think this might have been the deepest. I, I looked at all the teams. I was like, damn, you know what? I didn't really look at names too much before going out there, and I I was like, Fuck, like these are good teams, man. And you can't lay down against anybody. So, but but yeah, um, even Saskatchewan's a real solid team. Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're all good. Like, and then and the Newfies, like they yeah. just yeah. the I attitude well. they bring to the lanes and the brotherhoods that they you know they always have. And they're just chucking balls out there like Shane Chape's just a bulldozer, so that's scary as it is, <laughs> it is. right? Yeah. 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 So, how
0: crazy is it to play in a tournament where you have like one, two, three, four, five, or f- at least four teams averaging over two seventy? Wow, it's crazy, right? Yeah, like five, four teams that averaged over thirteen fifty a game.
8: It was good, and we we had we lost about numerous games with fourteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. or yeah. like around there they came down to the wire it was they were in intense matches so it was just fun like with teams being that good and that deep and having to you know forget the nice, last match and be ready for the next one right away or else you're done you know you yeah. it's it's a challenge and it's a mental grind but so fun out there when the competition's like that that strong and that deep
2: i i have to give a shot i know we we talk a lot about ontario and in Alberta, on our young players, we have coming up. We have lots of great young players coming up. But Newfoundland and Manitoba, like you mentioned, they have a lot of great talent Whoa, it's coming crazy. up, and and they're going to be reckoned with for all these events that we've got coming up. So uh, really exciting to see that come up.
3: We played the we played the the first time we played against Manitoba. We had uh, Trevor and Dwayne were on like six baggers at the same time, and Randy was bowling lead off. He he was. He he had a four bagger at the same time, they had six baggers. They just absolutely throttled us. And the next time we bowled them, it was the top three guys that were like, What do they have? Like a thousand and a half or oh, It seemed three, like,
8: like 20, 20 bagger between them or something.
3: And it's like and you look at them too and they're like, they're kids. Like for the most part, they're kids, you know, like it yeah. it's it's yeah. cool, some but some it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? These guys are gonna be bowling like same with the newfies, you know, like yeah. these guys are gonna be bowling like
0: you're gonna see those guys for decades. We've talked yeah. about him a few times on this, and I'll say it again because I think he deserves it. But uh, Colton Uswa is incredible. Like, yeah, I mean, like, he struggled oh, yeah. the first day, and then, and then Ooh. the the day where you guys had the four games, he shoots fourteen hundred for four.
8: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, he had a man. What was his seven? It was almost a, a thousand. Seven, seven game stretch too. was like twenty six hundred yeah. or something. I don't. know, Some crazy like that. Like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's, 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 there's no great. arrogance to the kid. He's just, no, he's, great. he's just a super yeah. kind, respectful kid that plays with a ton of energy. And he, that kid's going to go far in the game.
8: Yeah. He, I saw him on a couple of TV, like TBC and Red Deer this year. And he's got a lot of energy and I never knew him before. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, he's getting pretty amped up, but met him and got to talk to him a little bit and see him every day and say hi and chat and whatever. Like he's actually a really good, good dude. Super um, genuine. Yeah, I was happy to meet him and and to see him bowl and go off like that for that stretch was it was incredible.
3: I think I think that's what the one thing to say too. Like for I mean my first year at nationals was two thousand and three, and uh you know the landscape has changed so much in um you know the the nineteen years since I bowled the first one, and there are there are like no stick in the mud old arrogant guys anymore it is uh you know a group of solid players and better people you know what i mean and like we're lucky that we're in a sport where that's the case where you know like the the camaraderie or the sportsmanship is 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 second to none it's unreal how you have so many talented people and they're all the best of their own you know like their own area but still you know have that you know little extra about them that you know draws you to them
0: yeah uh, we're we're so lucky we really are and and that's and obviously i, di- I didn't play the game 40 years ago but I, I heard i've heard we've all heard countless stories about how cutthroat it was then yeah. and i'm so glad that our culture has changed to be so inclusive mm-hmm. of people because that is what will build our game as well you know you want to bring more people into the tour events and masters and the open and all these things and they're never going to play if they think that you're dickheads, right? So we're at a point in the game where you know the operational lot of people are good people they're good people and they're not going to change that they're not going to try to push their own agenda and and knock these young guys out for their own benefit it's inclusive it's good and we're yeah i'm really proud of the culture that five pin bowling is at at this point
8: yeah yep for everybody at a masters in the last bunch of years or have gone in and out um hop back on like let's go nationals <laughs> is amazing and i'd love to we talked about it with mitch and jeffy a couple of times like if, if we just get everybody that dropped in and out or everybody that's anybody in the province and start playing masters um you know let's get up to 70 80 people at a tournament like once a month again or i know schedules are tough but to compete at that level and then to get to go and just seeing you guys and everybody from every province man like it's so enjoyable, and you just appreciate the friendships and what bowling's starting to become again. I think there's a good vibe, and I think everybody should hop back on and, and ride it out. Let's go!
3: And, and next time we're out west, we're gonna do the the Vegas trip. After we're gonna do everybody,
8: this. everybody.
3: Like, <laughs> you right. imagine that. Like next time oh, is yeah. it like Dave is yeah. like BC or Alberta again? It's that, like you have that couple days after the tournament's over. Everyone just fly to Vegas instead. Cool. How cool would that be? Show Central. Yeah, we were talking we, about we that. We
1: would lose half the people. <laughs> but, <Yep. yeah>. but,
3: <laughs> necessary sacrifice. For a little bit of fun.
8: Just one. So people selling their medals. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. Just hawking them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, Bobby, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we'll have to have you on for a full-length podcast, but uh, really appreciate having you on here. I know it's well past your bedtime. It's been well documented <laughs> in our group chat. Um, you look like you're ready for bed. So, I'm, uh,
8: I'm so I'm out in two minutes, but thank you so much, man. I uh, really appreciate it. It's really cool. Uh, you guys do a great job, and uh, yeah, keep killing it. Love
0: Congrats you, on love that him, amazing yeah. tournament, buddy.
8: Cheers, guys. Thank you. Congrats, yeah. bud. See you. Yeah.
0: All right, Jeff, are you going to spoil who's coming on next? So the next person that comes on, <laughs> uh, I'm going sign up now. All right, uh, so our next guest, um, this one's pretty incredible, our tournament ladies singles gold champion, uh, good friend of us, good friend of the show, uh, amazing promoter of the sport, mm-hmm. Tracy Smith. How you doing? Oh, you're oh, on mute. We, we can't hear you. <laughs> you are on Cur- mute. Curtis and the computer. For there me. we there are. <laughs> Ricky <are>. Moon. <laughs> it's the first time on the show, right?
9: I know, right?
1: Uh, wearing the old <laughs> TNT hat. I see. Oh
9: yeah, I I, ha- I had to for Tyler and I. I had these made up for both Tyler and I.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. How are you? How are things?
9: I'm doing great it's uh Good. it's a week later it still hasn't sunk in <laughs> yeah. um i've watched it several times and i still am in disbelief
0: yeah. you were it rock happened. solid in that in that stepladder like rock solid
9: i mean i don't I don't remember much and I've watched it several times and I've, you know, leaned into a couple of people to say, Hey, would like, what did you see? Cause I'm trying to embrace people's perspectives around like what happened. The only thing that I remember is I, I kept saying to myself through the whole thing, through the stepladder, remember why you're here. And that's all I said. And there was, I'm going to get emotional, but there was a calmness and um, a confidence behind
0: it Uh, you could absolutely see a trace you could absolutely see it there didn't look to be a single amount of nerves in you at all you you, zero yeah there was
9: not and I've talked to Curtis and Kaylin about this a little bit there was not one moment even when I was feeling a little bit um tight initially um there was not my dogs are Having a wrestling match right here. Sorry, <laughs> um, there was not one moment where um, I had any fear. It it was really strange.
0: It's awesome. It's so, it's incredible to be able to get to that point as a superpower,
9: right? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: If you get to that point, um, you're gonna be really tough to beat, and and you were already really tough to beat. So <laughs> to have you put yourself into that position, uh, I'm not I'm not surprised that you you did it i no, guess you, no surprise at all
9: i mean there's a lot of prep um there was a lot of prep this year right um and it's been a long journey for me right mm-hmm. 37 year attempts at masters you know not you only making 21 teams coming close to making singles but never really you know able to um even this year i just gotta say like that Alberta women's team i mean even women who didn't make the team this year, you know, to make the bottom spot was 256 this year. So it's incredibly crazy. And even in that last game, I mean, we had Jennifer and even Diane who Jen threw like a seven beggar, the very last game. Uh, not, not that they needed to be truly worried about making the team, but Jen threw a seven beggar Di was a five beggar and i threw a nine beggar to sort of clinch that spot like in the very last game and yeah i don't know where it comes from sometimes but it comes from somewhere and uh, it's just one of those uh, really great memories
3: well that's that's the thing too i know you're you're a huge ambassador for for getting more women to to bowl more competitively and you know for for anyone that wants to see why you're the perfect role model for 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 any bowler out there all they have to do is go to the live stream watch those matches not necessarily just the scores but how you carry yourself you know when you're not throwing the ball and see you know w- what a champion looks like to be honest
9: i mean i think this year because there was so much prep work like pro league was crazy good for me this year i thoroughly enjoyed being part of the marvels and just that whole experience and getting Kind of that anticipation and fire back to kind of win for the team that was huge um you know i was prepared to do all wcbt events and had to cancel my flight going to regina because i tested positive for covid right you know i wanted to like leverage that and then heritage i wanted to use you know heritage as kind of the platform for practice prior to masters um, and it actually fell down the stairs and i i hurt myself really really bad i still you know, I still went to go and support Heritage because I think, too, it's it's interesting when you can go and watch intently on some of that, like, serious, elite competition. So I still wanted to kind of feel that vibe, even though I couldn't necessarily put my shoes on and throw some balls. And I didn't know how long it would take me to recover from that um, really bad fall. And I was like, like, I almost felt a little bit. I was trying to stay positive, but in a way I was feeling like it was a bit of a curse. Like, am I? not ready to do this this one thing that i've been chasing for so long and all these little hiccups you know this year but then i slowly got back out and i softly throw you know started throwing balls like eight weeks prior to the event then i went out every week i had huge support on a weekly basis um throwing balls practicing leaning into some of the greats of the game who had had you know experience in a in a role like this because I was just so used to having this posse of women around me all the time, competing at a high level on teams and to not have that. And then to try and adjust your thinking where it's just, you know, it's me and Tyler and how do I be a good support person or role model for Tyler? And I'm, all these things we're going through, honestly, we're going through uh, my head. Um, and I don't know if you watched in the stepladder, but I intently made sure that I was being patient. Every single ball. Tried not to rush. I tried to think through things, and that was all part of the game plan. I I, I asked somebody to be there for me as a coach uh, for the whole week. Jeff Wilson, who you know, dedicated you know taking some time off of work, working with me prior to work on the mindset that worked for me. Not a coaching mindset of like all, but like what was going to make me tick in those moments and. And if I struggled, how could we get out of it quick enough? I guess. Yeah, amazing.
1: And, and finally, getting to you know the the final, uh, I I think you finally got to that kind of proverbial zone that that I think everybody strives to achieve, but very few get to that exact moment. Um, all that prep work that you did, you know, leading up and, and not just this year where we're talking, you know, that the, the we've personally been been talking quite a bit over the last three, four years, mm-hmm. specifically for this particular moment. And, you know, some things just take time, right? You know, things happen for a reason. All that work that you've done, like I said, 37 years to get to that particular moment. This is why you got to that moment. Right. And uh, for, for you to, to, to fully grasp and uh, even in the, the the step ladder uh or, I'm sorry not the step ladder the round robin um you know being able to, to to be around Ty and be that role model in the pit there as well I think elevated your game uh mm-hmm. to get you to, to where you uh, you finally landed for the step ladder right
9: Yeah I mean I mean he he was just amazing and I just tried to be as strong and fiery as I possibly could to help like him, but I also got it back in return, right? Like it was so 100%. unconditional. Yeah. Um, so I feel really, really grateful.
0: Yeah. That, that's just who Ty is too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the two of you would be absolute perfect singles teammates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was awesome. Similar mindsets, similar disposition. Um, and, and the, the quiet confidence and then the quick intensity and then back to the quiet confidence. I think that quiet confidence that you exude, especially in that step ladder, has got to be intimidating.
9: I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, even <laughs> oh, I, in... I, I do yes. know.
0: <laughs> <you> mean <laughs>
9: <that>? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I don't know. But what I will say about, like, the ladies who represented their province this year, they were... They, they were amazing. Um, and, you know, I didn't have, you know, a record, you know, breaking qualifying um, match. You know, I I lost five matches in the 10th frame, uh, but I also won two matches in the 10th frame. So you always kind of look for the positive. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, I, I didn't – I went 0-4 against Alyssa, right? I lost against her in um, – the in tie the, break. the the in the tiebreaker mm-hmm. and then Jess I, I didn't win a match against Jess either and you know then from there it was probably pretty equivalent you know for mm-hmm. the majority of the the mm-hmm. other players that were playing um, but again as strange as it is because I've had moments where I've had a lot of fear as strange as it is even if i had a 4 and 3 record you know back to back two days and then i finished with a 5 and 2 record on the last day i just didn't feel worried no and i don't i don't know why and i don't <laughs> know where it came from
2: so tracy i um obviously we all look up to you immensely and uh i don't think anybody could have been no i don't think anybody Everybody was super happy that you won. I think the whole country was cheering you on. And not nothing against the other ladies. They're all obviously they all cheer for them, but it was there's something special for you to win. But um, when you went to Nationals, I had real had real no uh, feeling other than that you're gonna win. I follow your post, I follow your inspirational, emotional post throughout your whole journey this year, right? And uh, your post after you won singles, won it finally. And you just knew it was going to happen. I think it was like a power box or something with butterflies or whatever mm-hmm. it was on it, right? Yeah. I just I just knew that it was just meant to be, and you, you kind of maybe that's why you just didn't have any nerves because you just it was it was just destiny, right? You always believe in things sometimes, and um, the right moment of the right place. And I I truly believe that it was your time. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate that. I think you know, I, particularly if you've struggled in the game and things haven't come easy and listen I've, I've had a lot of success and like wonderful wonderful moments in the sport but I've also had a really hard journey in the sport right it's not always been easy and and you know I've worked with a lot of people including Adam to like just reset the mindset and um, I think it's so critical to kind of give yourself a little bit of a hall pass when things don't necessarily go your ways and be kinder to yourself um, and kind of reset and do some reflection And and that's all the work I've i've been doing the last couple of years
0: mm-hmm. yeah mental preparation is mm-hmm. huge and it's not taken nearly as seriously as it probably should be in the game mm-hmm. and uh but the, your your comfort level is a testament to it yeah. for thank, sure. you. Yeah.
9: thank you thank you
2: it was a really cool moment seeing you win it with uh, i mean curtis there but sharing it with cj right yeah um Right, those moments don't come around that often. So,
9: yeah, great. I'm not too sure what you said because you froze, Tim. Oh. So, it <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said it was, I said it was
2: great. <laughs> I said it was great for you to obviously win, win it, in front of people that you always loved. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. Curtis is one thing, but winning in front of CJ is definitely yeah. a special moment, right?
9: So. I think being at home, Tim, like you're spot yeah. on. That's yeah. like that's my hometown. Um, it's where I'm from my sister was there, um, it's where my parents lived, right? Um, And just having all of you guys around um, was so great. I'm trying not to be emotional, you guys. (laughs) But you know, you you talk about my mom and dad. (laughs) um, Heavy loss, right, with my mom's passing last year um spent I you know, essentially lived with Adam uh for a good chunk of time Adam and Lucy as we walked that journey with her but just crazy that it was in Edmonton and honestly there was just a lot of weird signs mm-hmm. the whole week
3: I think it's uh, like what exactly what Tim said it just seems like it's destiny right
9: yeah yeah crazy crazy sorry I'm so emotional you oh, guys but
3: horrible. yeah it's my yeah, parents it's all good. yeah <laughs>
9: Yeah.
1: And any last remarks?
9: No, I mean, uh, wild, wild ride. Right, (laughs) just a wild, wild ride. And uh, I would just say, you know, um, you know, I was obviously happy about the outcome of last week. I was happy to watch a lot of amazing bowling. I was blessed to be beside um, Tyler. Uh, My best friend Jennifer broke you know a record adam broke a record like just Spoilers. the amazing I, I know sorry um
10: you said last
9: remarks so i want to get everything out there but just like the incredible scoring um overall by by people um the commentary uh in the live stream i think was great well I was
3: a little suspect at
9: time. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, it was. I mean, it, it, obviously it was just an amazing experience to be a part of and I feel super, super blessed. And I would just say, you know, if you've had a bit of a difficult time, you know, in your game in any moment or an event or whatever, I would just keep saying, keep with it. Um, if you've got the desire, keep going. Um, that hard work really does pay off.
0: Congratulations, Tracy! Uh, thank once you. Again. Um, thank you. I don't know if there's a, another person that's more deserving. So, yeah.
9: thank you. Um,
1: Long overdue. Glad
0: we were all there to see it. Yeah. Congrats. Awesome.
9: Thank we'll you, you guys.
2: We'll see in August as our captain of the Gallagher Cup winning team. So yes. I'm, ex- yes. I'm excited. Right. <laughs> I'm excited.
9: Yeah, no playing favorites, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Okay, There's enjoy the it. rest of right. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, you Thank guys. You thanks guys. for thanks. thanks for everything. Congrats, Congrats. again. Congrats, hey. Chase. Bye. Bye.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I think she touches on
3: something great right at the end there that's really important too, is like, you know, we've all had a lot of accomplishments and done some great things, but we all fight demons and it's not you know, every day is not rainbows and puppies you know what i mean like there are some big battles going on you know within yourself and that i guess that truly makes you know when you when you finally you win that championship it makes it you know all the sweeter
0: sometimes you just sit there and wonder am i overrated <laughs> 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 so, all right so bring um. in our next guest uh tournament ladies team gold Uh, Tracy just touched on this person, another incredible ambassador of our game. Jen Smith. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) How are things?
10: Well, they're okay. Busy. Just rushing from soccer, getting the boys down, and yeah. The life of little kids, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just gonna turn down your mic levels. Oh, I can't oh do you me.
10: know what? So I'm on Graham's laptop. So no i hmm. got
0: you covered. I got you covered.
10: Would you? Thank you.
0: Oh, we yeah, go. we're, we're good. We're good. we good. Um, <laughs> How are you feeling after the week? Has it sunk in? Or...
7: Yeah.
10: It took a while, but yeah, what a ride. That's really like Tracy said, what a ride. For a house that I've struggled in for how many years? Don't even know, but yeah, it was incredible to have the team that we had. No drama, no, just, we were there for one goal and we worked at that one goal as a team. There was not any pouty face, like it was just a really different vibe. I've had some great teams that I've played on, but this one was definitely something special.
0: Yeah. I mean, just looking at the stats alone, um, you could tell that you guys gelled. Um, when you guys go, what nineteen and two? Yeah. Nineteen and two um, set a bunch of records. Did that tie the record, or is it the record?
10: That tied the record, I believe.
0: Tied the I record. So. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, again, another situation. You guys go into the last two games, maybe three games, and it didn't last matter. Day. Did you? Did you guys? Did your last day matter at all for you?
10: Yeah, we needed four. Yeah. Okay.
3: So, so no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
10: No. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know right? Like and a team that a team can crumble easily. Mm. Uh, and our first match, we were way behind. We came back and won it in the tenth frame. We were sitting like I think we were sitting six two and we ended up going seven one. Like was, complete swing in the tenth frame.
0: That was your first game on the last day?
10: Yeah, against Northern Ontario. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then and then once that happens, the the pressure's off, right? Now you guys can actually celebrate and enjoy it and Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, but the next game you guys still shot good. You shot 1255 your next game. It really <laughs> took one. That's your one of your your two losses, but um, what, what a was way to go out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what was the feeling of that game? like i mean you got shot no. 250 average like that's good but like was it was it kind of a, a letdown was it kind of calm was it less intense was it more intense how how did that that game feel
10: it was definitely less intense yeah it was like there was peace like we accomplished we had been so intense for 19 games before that and we still stuck together. We still had laughs, but it just wasn't the same adrenaline pushing us through for that win. Still scoring well, but just... I mean,
2: look look uh, at your last game. Like, oh, I'm almost 1,600, right? So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah So You I guys, mean, I mean, you guys wh- got pissed off you lost again?
10: It was just, yeah. Like I said, it. I don't even know how to describe the feeling. Like I said, I've been... I've been in that shoes so many times, but it definitely wasn't what I experienced the last week. Like, just the way we, we just, just the way we gelled. Like, it, there's no words for it. Yeah. There was no, there was no cattiness, there was, there was just nothing. Like, it was just, everything was right. There was, when someone was down, they never showed any emotions of being any sort of negative that we all just picked up the pieces. We all just found ways to pick up someone that was struggling and could be just words of encouragement, like, and it was just, even those words, like, they didn't happen that much throughout the whole week, like, people just knew. It was, like I said, I just a feeling i've not felt on a team and we've had some really good teams i've played with some really good friends and this team was really different for me and yeah the way we came together was unbelievable
1: just very very business-like uh very very similar to, to you guys jeff yeah right it's just a uh, pure purpose and mm. to just go out there and execute and i wonder too like with with the way
3: things have been in the last few years you know has it changed our mentality a little bit you know like because like i said like back my first year in 2003 it was so much more cutthroat where this was more like people were more professional more you know stick with it together kind of thing where that i've seen in the past and i don't just mean like in our division but i mean like it just seemed like across the board and having talking to everybody so far tonight like it seems to be a reoccurring theme that, you know, this year was different, or you know, everyone did this. You know, like I don't know if I've I've been part of a a, a nationals, you know, either here or the Open where that's really been the case, you know, across the board.
10: And the vibe and just the respect level,
3: mm-hmm. like
10: you were saying, Jeff. Like it didn't feel as cutthroat. Like just the oh. respect, the respect from other competitors. Like it was, it was just, yeah. I don't know what to say about like it was a completely different feeling this time around than it has been
3: where where does this rank in in your your bowling resume this this win in this tournament
10: (sighs) it's up there i think this i've had some memorable ones but this one i think is the icing on the cake right now I've had I've had days like uh, we've had nationals where we haven't even had to play the last day. We've made you one point going into the last day. But I said you've always had those hiccups and picking up someone's emotions and the I can't say the emotions weren't there, but the emotions weren't displayed. If someone was having a tough go, they still held their head high and worked on everything. They supported you. They weren't in the back doing their own thing. They, like, it was just, we stuck together like glue. Like, honestly, there's, there's no other way to put it. And I, I've been on a lot of teams, and people, when they're struggling, they separate themselves. But this just wasn't the case this time. It was truly amazing.
0: It's awesome. I, I love that that's becoming a trend, because that's, that's you mm. talk about that professionalism. And that's uh, that's such a huge part of it. Um, it's awesome.
10: Like the amount of the amount of games that we were behind the eight ball, like Quebec, that we were down like two hundred points at the half, and we ended up beating them by three hundred points. Like we gave <laughs> there was two open marks in six and seven after the half. That was it. And those that was me in six and seven, and that was one of my tougher games, but. They picked me up and then, you know, come out for a huge, important match against Ontario. And I pick up their pieces, you know. I start us off with a seven-bagger. Like, there's, there was just, and after four, you could just see the shoulders of the team. Like, they just, they were at ease. They're like, okay, she's going. Let's help her out. There was just like, there wasn't that pressure like, oh, my God, I got to contribute, I got to contribute. It was That's just, you could just see everyone step back, relax, and it was game time. It was go time. So, and so yeah. that happened a lot, And it? Like I said, it was just phenomenal feeling, and just watching it happen was incredible.
2: So, Jen, let's maybe talk about you a little bit here. Um, obviously, new national championship <laughs> record, average 283. Um, Adam, you had a 303 average. That's absolutely amazing. What does it feel like breaking that record for both of you guys?
10: Um, so many <laughs> like I said so many demons at Bonnie doing for me. The fact that it didn't excite me to go in there and play a national event knowing what people can score. There. but I don't know. I don't know what came over me to be honest. <laughs> I found something. and oh. hopefully that's what carries me through when we have to play in that house, but I don't know if it was, like I said, I don't know if it was just the support I had behind me and the confidence they put in me to be where I was at last week. I don't know, but it sure felt good.
0: <laughs> I bet. I don't think that the, either of those records for you or Adam are going to be broken any time soon. Those I agree. Those going to be tough. In all honesty, like,
10: for myself, you would think I would have done it back in the day when I was, like, super hot. but to come out and do it, like, 23 years later in the Masters, I never thought that would ever happen.
0: <laughs> it was you and your best friend's weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's just awesome. Just, yeah, really neat.
1: A huge, huge shout-out to Shane Chafe, too. So the, the the guy gets in like 3 a.m. the the, the <laughs> morning of, of of day one with with all the flight issues and all that stuff, yeah. And uh, comes out and ties Jim uh, Head's uh, national record for 18 and three wins. Uh, I think he played lead off the entire time. just mm-hmm. 290. You know, it's incredible weekend for Shane.
0: Adam, yeah. we don't talk about Shane. <laughs> I can <laughs> I, I
1: can I, I played against him.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it was pretty cool. I mean, and Adam, how
2: does that make the three hundred three average? Was that something that you? I know you've always had that three hundred average in the back of your head for this, these kind of events, uh, especially at Open provincials. I know that was in backer. So for you to get that and and being fessy tarammar from, from BC yeah, board, right from from bc yeah, <laughs> yeah good yeah. good
1: old fressy no, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it it's, it's pretty cool right but uh I, I'm waiting for for others to kind of throw the old asterisk on there you know Bonnie dune and you know it's it it, 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 it was kind of almost out of necessity um you know myself maddie Matt, played incredible oh, uh, as well this week um We 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 had a couple guys that struggled, so it was was almost kind of out of necessity to kind of elevate even more. Um, But uh, no, it's cool outcome. Uh, Unfortunately, it's kind of bittersweet, right? Uh, We we didn't get the uh, the the ultimate goal that that we were trying. Um, But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. It'll be up there a few years, uh, I think.
3: The the one thing I want to say too, well, the whole asterisk thing, like I mean, having bowled, I guess twenty one games there. I mean the place scored well but i mean it was hyped like it was going to be ridiculous yes scores were great the place wasn't that easy you know what i mean yeah. like well like jen said about you know kind of struggling at that house i can understand why i mean i definitely can understand why <laughs> under the first couple days, but, but you know what i mean like it wasn't like you know, you you can miss the middle, throw a strike, or you know, like a chop was an automatic strike. You, like you know, you see, yeah. in, I mean, I, I pull in some places that are like that, and it was just it, it rewards really good balls. You know what I mean? Like your margin for error is a little bit a little bit increased, but but I mean, it wasn't ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't crazy. Yeah. yeah. What do we have? What five five four hundreds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, in that, and like then that, that caliber, that that's real. not a lot. That could be every year. It could yeah. be every yeah. year. Yeah, six, and
2: you know, seven, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that, Jeff. Maybe gives us some more credibility for all for all our bowlers that play out of there uh, because we've yeah. always said it. Like, and it killed our Wednesday night league. And I always mm-hmm. said that because the first one who punched well, her her and, it, out, yeah, it yeah. just it lost a lot of luster with it, right? And uh, like there is still a lot of pressure. You still have to throw the strikes. And if you see people throwing well, mm. there it's tough when you're trying to really trying to push tough. the ball in there, right? So. Yeah. Um, there is a little, it's a different game, a different mindset, mm-hmm. a different way to think the game there. Um, and it, it is, there, there is some, um, toughness. Too, and and
3: sure. as a, as a proprietor, like, is that not what you want is really good scoring. I always say like, you know, the, the, the adage where, you know, the tougher centers and the proprietor says, well, you know, like I, I want my place scoring tough because I want my bowlers to reward it. It's a terrible business plan. Yes. It's a terrible business plan. You People want your customers walk. to be happy. For yeah. them to be happy, you have to let them score well. And you do it within reason, and I think that's that's the case here.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're kind of used to playing at a pie house after Elmira, right?
3: Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> people say Victoria is <laughs> even easier than my place was, you know? Like. I,
0: I don't even, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't even one of the favorite but, places
2: on 5P Universe there. That's not right. Sure.
0: But, but we do appreciate you saying it because, honestly, and this sounds dumb, but I've, I've heard it a lot over the last year yeah. that the only reason Alberta has great players is no. because they play in easy no. centers you guys have great I've players you, have,
7: you guys
3: have great players but you have great culture and you've got great leaders and that's why number one, that, that's it it, it yeah. doesn't need to be All anything you sport. can be playing yeah, in a really yeah. tough center or you play an easy center you don't have the culture and you don't have the role models it doesn't make a difference
0: yeah, yeah. well said appreciate that. Yeah. Well we just said.
2: said we just had the two of them last one jen and tracy on right Absolutely.
0: perfect
10: yeah. examples right there
0: yeah
5: yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Jen, is there anything else you'd like to touch on
10: while you're on? No, you no. Know, like I said it's. I think it's a ride that I won't forget for a long time, and I don't think there's one that'll top this one for a long time. I'm not saying I'm gonna make it next year or the year after, but this is one that is stuck in the bank for a while. This is this is one that you cherish that metal and you go from there, and. I hope to play with those same ladies all over again. I would do it again in a heartbeat.
1: Winning kind of in your home province is pretty sweet as well, right?
10: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I've had that side on the open, but we've never in Calgary, when Masters were in Calgary, it was not a good showing for us at all. But like I said, chemistry is key, and we certainly had it
0: pretty awesome congratulations again Jen thank you thank you so much, you so much. um and thank you for being such a great ambassador for the game as well
10: thank you thank you and uh thanks for having me on again it was a <laughs> great time
0: yes okay. <laughs> congrats Jen <laughs> thanks for
10: okay have a good one guys <laughs> thanks, Jen. Bye. Bye. thank you
2: all right so we're, we're three minutes over and we promised them we we'll would be on time don't uh, worry this, our their next guest will get his full 15 minutes. In, uh, that, that's right.
0: That's right. That's right. All right. So, our next guest, our uh, seniors team gold champion, um, none other than Mr. Hello. Jeff Bourne. You've got your 15 minutes. Go. Now. <laughs>
11: Okay, here's the headline. No. (laughs) well, The headline was that uh, Ontario was going for their fifth straight championship. And uh, unfortunately, they had a really bad start. Um, They were seven and only got seven points in their first four games. We got 24 in our first four games. So they they couldn't come back on us. Um, And Quebec, we just snuck out. And uh, we beat Saskatchewan 21-3. And Saskatchewan beat them uh, 17-7. So those are like the two turning points really in the whole tournament. We only beat them by like two and a half. We, we had a, a tie at one point. I struck out in the 10th frame to get us a tie. And it was funny in that game against Newfoundland. Their veteran uh, went through two balls in a row in the 10th. So that was a dead ball. They had to come back, and so she didn't get her spare on that. But she got her spare, and they got a two-pin. So instead of winning, we got a tie. It was was an interesting experience, I'll say that for sure.
0: Yeah, so is this your first year playing in the seniors division?
11: First time I ever played at the Nationals. Uh, But we play in the province all the time. The number of players that will be in the scratch division for the Manitoba teams is dependent on how many players actually participate. Excuse me. If there's ever a time where half the field is scratch, and half the players are POA, and then there'll be two or three people on the team, so. Mm-hmm. How was
2: how how, it to play POA at the nationals?
0: For someone who plays at such a high level and such a high competitiveness, um, yeah, how was it?
11: Well, I, 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 we agreed that the team wouldn't even look to see how many pins they were giving away ever, just throw the highest score you can and figure it out later so there's a few matches where terry smith or brian hendrickson would come up the lane and we'd go you won i won uh, yeah they would be surprised that they won and, <laughs> but they were keeping their heads in the game and you know staying in the moment that dreaded sports cliche which is also oh true um what i found difficult mostly was the pace of play
5: yeah
0: yeah certainly
11: and, of course, there's not the intensity that you're used to in the, uh, in the tournament division in the pits. There's really not much screaming and yelling.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kind of have to create your own intensity inside you. Um, I don't even know how intense you could be outwardly even. Um, it's just a very different sort of atmosphere, for sure. Not a bad atmosphere, but definitely different from what you would be used to, for sure.
11: Well, in our fourth game, when we played Alberta, and we pretty much tied after four games, I look back at the stats, um, our 154 average bowler, Brian Hendrickson, yeah. threw a 378.
5: It was absolutely <laughs> it, awesome.
11: Wow. I, I've never seen anything like it. And and that's, that's a point where I thought maybe we could actually win the tournament because if he's that tough and he's, he's our rookie and he's our low average bowler, um, you know, it proved to be true in later – in later games too. He 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 struck out in the 10th one game for like 161 but to go get his point. And yeah. it was just remarkable to watch and, and the lady right in front of me, Carol Billick, she was 17 and four. Um, no one practiced harder than her and uh, she only got on the team because Noreen chose to go be in the ladies team. She made both teams so it was a good break for Carol. Awesome.
0: Right,
2: right. Well, I... I... Obviously, uh, Mr. Hendrickson taught Brett and, and Robbie everything he knew, right? So but there's no, no big surprise there, right? So
0: I don't think I was more happy for somebody than than Brian. Like watching watching him throw that big game and just like how happy he was and elated and like you know yeah, you're 154 average bowler and you go to the highest level of the game, um, and there he is. He shoots a 378. Like you, you can't you can't ask for anything better.
11: Well, and as soon as he threw it, I said, oh, that's going to win the money. I mean, plus 224, that's such a high score. But then I found out later, the game one of the tournament, of course, the POA lady had the front 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She she was plus 240 or plus 239. Like We need extra frames to beat her average by that much.
0: Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: How how did it feel being in uh, arguably the best match of the entire tournament, uh, you and Mr. Rossetti?
0: Well, it's, it's
11: the first time actually I was in a match like that against a guy. Like, you know how it goes when you're on a team. If somebody in the other team is going in there in the one hole and I'm in the anchor, you sort of trade off that match. Sure. Uh, so I, I've been in that kind of situation before. But to actually go against toe-to-toe and then we got the corner in the ninth and we we're both looking at 418. that was pretty exciting. But he went first, he got his strike, and I had to give him 25. So he shut me yeah. out with his first strike. <laughs> and I think I think I might have... <laughs> One of the reasons I missed is I was sort of peeled. I couldn't yeah, win anymore. Yeah. And we were, we were going to get a 7-1. So they beat us up 7-1. So, uh, you, you, But it was a lot of fun to throw those shots. I mean, I didn't know if we'd ever get to go to the Nationals ever again with the COVID thing. I, it's just so great to meet everybody and to play at that level again and have that intensity. Uh, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Was it neat to be able to go to Nationals with your son?
11: Well, um, what a show uh, for ryan yeah. he He really wanted to average three hundred. He saw the pins going like that, and uh, that 's one of the reasons he maybe had his intensity up all the time, even when he won matches. That was a disputed thing. Um, but I bowl with him on Thursday Night League, and he 's really low key um, but when he he brings a certain intensity that he really amps himself up for these tournaments that uh, it, it's it's a funny thing, you know, in a sport where you get mad at people for kicking racks and getting mad and uh, yelling and swearing. You know, a guy's getting grief because he's cheering too much. You know, it's weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally, I kind of understand both sides of it. I do. And, and like, if he's wanting to play as well as he is, I, I totally get it. And if getting amped up to that point is what does it for you, then that's, that's awesome. Um, I also understand people being frustrated when the the match is over and, and he's that intense. I, I understand that too. Um, just just the camaraderie side of things, right, too. But if you don't have an off switch and, and maybe you're not truly paying attention to that, then, right. I, then I get it as well. I, I, see, I see both sides.
11: I, I agree. I see both sides. And, uh, you know, in the same way that, like, when I was playing baseball and I was a shortstop, you were always out at first. When I'm the runner, I was never out at first. You know, I'm watching Ryan with rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. So, if he wasn't my son, I'm sure I might have something to say about him screaming in my ear all the time. <laughs> but but if a guy's like that, and you know he's going to do that. You just can't really time him on the approach anymore. Yeah, you got to yeah. let him finish yeah. his entire turn, and then and then go up and and so on.
2: Yeah. So um, that's a good question. As a father, I mean, you've been in that position where Ryan's been in before. Obviously, you won your gold. You won a couple silvers as a single. Um, what was it like for you to watch that?
11: Well, it it was looking back at the whole thing. I actually ran into Tyler in the hall um, later in the evening after the banquet. Um, He was touring with uh, Tracy. And I said that uh, Ryan sort of gave him the Lenny Anseth. They both, Ryan played so fast, I think Tyler played too fast. So they neither, even neither of them was really getting set. And then when Ryan went to play Mitch, it was the same thing. Like, I kept telling Ryan to, like, take a deep breath. Like, have a moment. But he just kept rushing and rushing and rushing. And, and Mitch did a great job of sort of pacing around until he felt it. And he went on the approach, right? So he, he, had, he did a better job of collecting himself. So I think the next time, hopefully there's a next time when Ryan gets in that situation, he'll have a better idea how to handle it. But, I mean, the first time I was singles, I got a bronze in 93. And I, I went like 230, 170. I was, I was lost at sea um, in that format in front of all those people. Even though I've been on TV a couple of times, it's so much different um, to have all those people watching you live. But uh, mm-hmm. that's when I turned to karaoke. If I can learn to sing in front of them, I can <laughs> learn to bowl in front
0: of them. <laughs> I, should have, I should have had that video ready, <laughs> actually. That, that
1: does bring me to, to my next question. Like, are, are you as chapped as everybody else that we didn't find out who won the talent contest? Oh. <laughs> they, they, they never yeah. mentioned a winner. We'll have to talk oh, to Hendo. Uh, so that would yeah. be yeah, maybe for our next guests. Well, spoilers. Yeah, you just did it. No. <laughs> I, I said talk to Hendo. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you, you were awesome in the talent contest. It was pretty good. Crooning. Well, thanks. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, I did find out that two minutes before your... Before you went on stage, you didn't know the words this week. <laughs>
11: I, I never even rehearsed that song one time before I sang it. So, but I'd heard i, I signed to the radio so many times. I just didn't know what the words were. You know, it's like when you talk about uh, uh, purple haze. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. You know, instead of kiss the sky, it's tough to tell. <laughs>
0: Uh, so out of out of all your master's experiences you've been on, on the t- tournament men's team you've been tournament men, or tournament singles um seniors have you won all three now
11: yeah i got uh, three team goals one sing singles and now i got a seniors gold. and i thought only one other guy maybe had that tom stevenson and I mentioned it to Brian he said, he goes, yeah, but Tom's got, he coached the ladies team to a goal too. I'm going, damn it. So He's still ahead of me. I'm going, do I got to quit to coach Ty Tom? Nah, but I think I can still play. So. I
0: don't think Tom has a seniors men singles championship.
11: That's, that's going to be tough to get in, in the POA. And, uh, and that's, that's the one guy on my team I didn't mention yet, Cal Goals, where he got the gold
0: yeah.
11: uh, for the senior singles. Uh, he was fourteen and seven to win that, and he was also fourteen and seven in his matches uh, six hundred well <laughs> so uh, awesome. he, he's a really low key guy, and uh the strength of my team was not, nobody wasted a ball and again, like Jennifer was saying the same same thing about her team, nobody was hanging their head, nobody was having a fit you know everyone just knew that it's not over till it's over um and so i I myself I finished the first day with a 180. I opened the next day with a 170 because even coming here, I'm going, yeah, it's a high-scoring house. You can still punch. So I just had to prove it to him.
5: <laughs> um, Good job and, uh,
3: Good strategy. Yeah. Um. So one thing I want to ask, too, like you, you've been around for, for a few years. You said 93 was your first singles um, experience. Um, how has the landscape changed for um, – For the manitoba bowlers and you know the one thing that i kind of took note of is how many absolute murderers there are on the lanes coming from manitoba like i mean it's got to be pretty exciting to know that you know like you're one of the big role models of this next generation of phenomenal bowlers that are coming up and and you know knowing how you throw the ball and seeing how they throw the ball like there's obviously some some hints of jeff born in a lot of their styles you know how does how does that make you feel, and where do you think that direction is for for future Manitoba bowlers
11: well i the future for the existing bowlers is fantastic, but unfortunately the y b c program is a shambles in Winnipeg um the biggest program is Dakota they have thirty two bowlers period oh. out of all six divisions um so Bowling's heading for trouble in terms of having the support from underneath for the infrastructure. And that's not just in bowling. It's curling, I'm told. It's golf, I'm told. Um, and even my, my, my oldest son, he sits in games 24-7. I mean, he goes to work in games, and that's the way kids are now. They don't even want to go out and spend money. Um, but, yeah, I, I couldn't be prouder of these kids. um, um One thing I try to tell them is if you're going to get mad, you get mad at the foul line right now. If you're going to hit something, you hit your hand. You hit your hand right away at the foul line, and then you're rid of the madness, and you can get ready for the next shot. Because if you want to come back and kick the rack, you got to hold on to your anger all the way back there to kick the rack. So just get rid of it. So um, I coach YBC actually you know, with Trevor Cook and Shane Berry. We got a youth uh seniors gold medal in 2011 and uh they threw the ball that well even before i i met them. um Tyler, trevor had a 450 when he was 15 um but they're embracing the idea that it's not over till it's over i mean and, and yeah. it's, it's not just something that's lip service you really have to walk the walk you really got to believe it um i've been on both ends of games where you've been up 200 and lost in the last two frames I've been down 200 and lost in two frames Um, in fact we lost to uh, Alberta in 2015 I had the front 8 and my whole team opens in front of me I I cherry a chop off and Alberta goes check frame 9, check frame 10 and uh, poof there goes 200 pins
0: it's so quick so quick
11: but yeah I couldn't be more proud of these kids that's for sure and uh, I call uh, Dwayne Gilardi sort of my bastard son, because <laughs> uh, he told me I didn't realize this till uh, till he reminded me that uh, he was bartending Tuesday nights one year. When I was in the Tuesday night league, so I made an arrangement with him that for you to buy me a drink every week and drive me home. I'd see him coach every night, every Tuesday night afterwards for a while. So I helped make him. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> not
0: a bad deal at all. <laughs> and they're only getting better
1: Yep. everyone yep
0: absolutely Um, well and and
11: towards my son again like uh, when my son was seven you could ask him he'll say well anyone can get a strike and in that first game against uh, Tyler in the final cut off spare strike corner spare corner spare corner spare cut off spare like really the heart of the game type bowling right yeah
0: Yeah. the the grinding games matter too Mm mm-hmm Yep.
11: Well, uh, uh, a strike is a brick and a spare is the mortar. I mean, we've all had games with eight strikes and it's 261 because the other shots are head pins, right? Yep. Meanwhile, you got a game with four strikes and five corner spares, 338.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, Jeff, right. we've given you 20 minutes. Yeah. No. I mean, well,
11: 16. 16. <laughs> I got the late start. Yeah, no. yeah. thanks so much for having me on it. Uh, I always oh. like to sh-
0: honestly to, uh, thank you for you coming on um will we do have to have you on again for another marathon um, <laughs> 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 but we, it is on our list we, we do have to do it again you have so much to say and so much wealth uh, such a wealth of knowledge um we need to get you back on but um congratulations once again um congratulations to what you've done in manitoba and like just the, the whole culture and uh, the way everything is turned around out there. It's, it's awesome. So um, congratulations to you and Manitoba as a well. whole.
11: Thank you so much. You guys have a good
0: show. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Congrats.
0: All right. So I wonder who we're going to have on next. <laughs> uh, leading into congratulations to Manitoba as a whole. Uh, the manager of the Manitoba Contingent uh the aggregate winners for the 2022 Masters Nationals Brett Hendrickson
4: Oh hey guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, I knew you were
0: coming on. Yeah. Who so, won the so, talent show?
4: Yes. Okay. I want to say that we were all winners. Oh shot it's a it up. Oh, that was
0: disappointing. <laughs> Try again, sir. Well,
4: I don't know. I mean Tequila, I mean they didn't they they didn't miss a spot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: your your dad your dad was so nervous about singing three words.
4: You know, when we set that whole thing up, the whole point was that we had ten rookies including my father who straight up said to me after he found out he was going to be on the team. Cause he only got on the team cause Linda made tournament ladies. Um, he said, I'm not doing any of that rookie crap. And I'm like, okay, we're going to figure something out that you can get up on stage and you know, it's going to, I'll make it easy on you. Don't worry. And I got to say, I don't think it could have been any easier than what, <laughs> Than what they yeah. did, but I but I just yeah. I thought it still hit though, right? Like was I was great. looking in the front row. I think Rossetti was sitting right up front, and like he couldn't contain himself. Neither yeah. could Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. here's the best part. Like Brian talked to me later about, and he said, at all the tables, the the youngins were like, I thought they were a choir. Why aren't they singing? <laughs> and then all the old timers were like, Oh, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> they're they're gonna sing right away.
0: So, that's funny because yeah. th- there's been the video that's gone around on like on YouTube and things like that of of that situation. Yeah, I figured the young guys would be the ones that do.
4: You know, and that's where I got the idea from, right? So
0: totally, that that's awesome, uh, yeah. Laura. Um, we're talking about the talent show, talent show that <laughs> that Manitoba put on. Uh, so yeah. Um and, and your your, your uh, guest hosts were or your your uh, judges I say yeah it was mm-hmm. it was all fat, it, was it was all good. fantastic you did all, a great
4: all job. rookies man They're, they Except they did Jeff. a good job yeah well, Jeff, Jeff and I think Randy came up on stage too and afterwards uh, Morissette was like I thought more people were coming up I'm like
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: just you man just you
0: that's hilarious yeah. awesome um, so. Yeah. Thoughts on the weekend. Uh, what a amazing showing from Manitoba.
4: You know, when we have, we have a big contingent practice about a month and a half before we, uh, before we go just to kind of get everything, um, squared up and make sure everybody's on the same page. And I, and I talked to Tim and said, you know, just based on who we have going and and all that i think we have a really good shot at Agri. agree and not to say we don't always we don't always because we're always in the top four because we have such solid tournament teams and our singles usually do pretty good but you know you take a look at the poa teams and you you see somebody like my dad or you see somebody like uh you know mitch dubell who was on the 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 teaching men's team and you you just you try to look on the, at the poa teams and say well who could improve 25 pins on what they're coming in with right and how many do we have and then you have dylan stevenson uh you know who throws rockets right and you're going to a place like bonnie doing that that benefits those who can who can be on the side with some velocity right so you just take a look at, at at what we were bringing i mean of course the veteran presence of all the ladies on our tournament team can never count them out doesn't matter right and then yeah i just thought, i thought we had a really really good mix and then when it comes to fruition you get to watch everybody and you know, uh, my main job as the team manager for Manitoba is is uh, we have to kind of take care of the singles because um, they don't have a coach. They don't they don't really have anybody there to to kind of advocate for them if if something happens or or whatever. And every other team has a coach, so you know just to be there with them, uh, Ryan and Alyssa, just absolute beasts the whole week, just just playing their hearts out and. Um, You know, and and to not overstep, right? Because Alyssa had her dad, and Ryan had his dad, right? So you know, they don't need me to step in and be like a coach, coach. But they, I just tried to be the kind of the person that they could look back at and just kind of give them a nod, right? Like support. You know, that's a good. That was a really good shot. Or you know what? You may not think it, but you played a hell of a game, right? Just keep keep it going stay aggressive right and and so yeah our, our entire contingent and and um i don't know if i don't think any of you guys were cool enough to come to my room
3: uh <laughs> definitely wasn't
4: um but uh you know we had a lot of people from manitoba in there every night and again i made it a point because i wasn't bowling so i didn't need to be in the greatest shape that <laughs> it was always it was always open Right, like if you were ever like, man, what, what do we feel like doing? It's like, well, why don't we just go to, you know, go to the Manitoba room and and, and hang out for a bit and have a couple drinks and see what everybody's up to, and maybe go from there, right? Yeah. So just to, just have that kind of that central hub.
0: Yeah,
2: it's sort of the common theme we talked about, right? Team continuity goes a long ways, right?
10: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I I think it's really cool that you guys the, the way you how you handle the manager role i mean all of us have been singles before i, I don't think we've had a i know in alberta when i've been a single we never had that right and i think that goes leaps and bounds to the success of the singles which you've done and again you, you're mentioning you don't have to do a whole lot uh but just knowing that somebody's there to be there which you, whatever you need it goes a long ways right and um maybe touch base aggregate what was it i heard 93 was the last time you guys won or something or 20 something years 20
4: years, yeah. 20 years, yeah. We were we were in the room after we do a, a toast to Team Manitoba, no matter how it goes, uh, just before everybody lines up to get marched in. And, uh, you know, usually the team manager goes over all the results and, and talks about where we would have finished for aggregate. But Hooper came up to me beforehand and was like, listen, I'm going to steal your thunder here. I just want to let everybody know. And I'm like, dude, you've been a master way longer than me. This, this you know, it means a ton to me because yeah. I love my province I love everybody who's bowling you know like I'm I'm as proud of a, a manitoban as you'll ever meet like I will defend and and advocate for our bowlers more than anybody but like that guy's been a master forever and he's been our president for a long time and and I know it means it means a lot to him so and he got a little bit choked up when he announced it to everybody yeah. too like it was it was actually it was a really it was a really special moment and you know, I'm not going to lie, though. I was a little bit bummed because, you know, winning aggregate, right? Like, I can remember the years where everybody, like, when Alberta or Southern Ontario would win, you know, everybody would go, yeah! And then everybody would, like, rush the stage for some reason and, and get a picture taken, and it was, you know, this big, grand thing. But for us, we just, we all stood up and went, yeah! And then we all sat down. <laughs> 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 right? So, yeah. You know, no, I, I thought I, we'd all rush the stage and... You know, hey Tim, I just got to ask you something. So, did you pre-order your meal for for the closing banquet? Because if you ordered beef and asked for chicken at the table, I got to tell you that's one of the dirtiest things you've ever you ever could have done. I asked
2: for I asked for beef and I got beef.
4: Okay, (laughs) just asking because I pre-ordered chicken, and by the time they got to me, they had none left. But you know what? Aside from that, it was a terrific week.
10: <laughs> well,
2: I'm, I'm glad I got my meal. <laughs> um, you want to touch base on, um, on your dad winning. How does that mean to you?
8: Oh, man.
4: Like, when Robbie made the team first, because teaching finished first, and then uh, seniors was – like, he – my dad had to wait to see how the tournament played out before he knew he was going to be on the team for sure or whatever. Um, so then when they both made the team and, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I've been the most tenured on the board. Like maybe I'll get to be team manager. That might be, that might be something mm-hmm. cool. Um, so then that, when all that happened and, and, you know, cause he always comes out and watches us and he's always around and I mean, shout out to the Wiseman family every time that we've come out to Edmonton. Like he always just raves about how great you guys were to him. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, He deserves it. He's an awesome dude.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's some, something all right, but (laughs) uh, you know, but like, but then he gets to play, right. (laughs) He gets to come and he gets to throw the shirt on with his name on the back and, and go throw some balls for his province. And you know, he, he grew up like he played competitive baseball growing up and he, and he's been to nationals for, for slow pitch and stuff. And you know, but I mean, we've, I guess most of us here probably played slow pitch nationals is kind of, whatever. Like you can kind of just buy your way there, really, if you if you want to, not calling anybody out, but
10: you know. But to make it for
4: a Masters team, like you got to grind it out for the the five or six tournaments, and then you got to go to nationals, and then you're playing the best of the best, not just a throw together team that anybody could have built, right? Like you're playing the, the the seniors from across the country that have been have been good, and like I got choked up when he threw his 378 because it's just like. You know, I was watching Alyssa and Ryan, and uh, I get a text message from my dad. It says, "Man, you got to come over here." And I'm like, "Man, he texted me game. He texted me after it after his fourth strike." That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so and, I, and, I, and he's like four lanes Holy. over, and I kind of look over, and he, he's like, "Come over here." And I'm just like, "Dude, I'm like I can't. Like I got my job done. I got to watch these guys. They're almost done. Don't worry." And then you know, I kind of got to lean back and saw him throw his fifth one, and and then leaned back and and saw uh, was able to get up and go behind and, and see the 6th one with everybody coming around and watching and clapping for him and all that stuff and and then he steps up and throws throws the 7th one too and it's just like holy crap like he might never stop yeah you know and he just like he's got super bad knees so he he takes a three step approach from 2 feet from the foul line and just kind of chucks it like he's like he's playing slow pitch and you know he's hitting right pocket with his left-handed hook And it's not hopping the deuce; it's carrying everything. I'm like, holy crap, this is insane. Because back home, he hits right pocket; he's getting a right corner almost every single time. Yeah, Um,
3: that's that's a secret. Left-handed with a hook.
4: Yeah, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? And and the thing, throwing that seven bagger, that's great. But he when he missed, he still spared it, and he went double corner in ten. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't let yeah. let the letdown of him missing that shot, and everybody, you know, because everybody they don't mean to do it, but everybody's like, yeah. oh, I missed, you know, right? Yeah. But yeah, I and he think spared so. and got and got double corner and just like, oh, holy crap! Do you, do you think that his is
3: experience in say slow pitches, you know, help him in the moment of of being on the lane? Because I say that too in a lot of different sports where you know our, um, I guess, work in bowling translates to other things in life where the pressure kind of gets to you and you kind of excel and you see some other people that maybe don't excel as well just from you know being able to bowl so much
4: yeah i i am a huge advocate for people dipping their fingers into as many different sports as they can growing up you know i i work in a high school and people are getting sports exclusive and it's insane to me when you're young and you have time and there's so many supports out there to get the finances to play so, so many different sports that you don't. And, you know, with him, with him, yeah. Growing up playing sports, I think that was part of it. I think another part of it is all that time he spent watching the WCBT in person too. Right. Yeah. Like the, the couple of times where I've somehow made the cut and made a run. Um, you know, he was there seeing how exciting it was and how every shot matters and, and, uh, you know, aside from the, the one time making it in Calgary and going like three and however many games you play, three and 12. 11 or whatever the hell it is. And, but, uh, you know, just that excitement, he, like he was used to it in a bowling alley setting. Yeah. So and then he kind of rose up and was like, OK, well, this is my time. Mm-hmm. So you everybody come watch me throw some strikes <laughs> for once, you know. Totally. And yeah. uh, you know what? I'm going to give tons of credit to Jeff. My dad would not stop talking about how excited he was to bowl with Jeff. Just being like, "Man, that guy's freaking amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, he's one of the goats. Like he's he's really good. You didn't know this. I've told you a million times." He's like, "Wow. You know, you see it in person, it's just freaking amazing." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I have told you. Like he's he's really good." But, like having that scratch bowler, having that scratch bowler on the team is, has made a huge difference cuz again, yeah. it's it's the glue. It just holds everything together. Like you need a you need a 30 count for the anchor. You have a guy who averages you know two thirty five plus said that, that can get that for you and you, just, you always have that confidence and so yeah Jeff, Jeff has that sort of aura to him right like you know what I mean like yeah
3: kind of just not not necessarily gets it done himself but he makes you get better too I think yeah
4: yeah he's a great teammate he's he's awesome to to have behind you or beside you or wherever he feels like standing at the time. He's just yeah he's he's just great he's just great to have around, um, yeah again as you guys were saying just a, a great person to look up for for our young guys and I mean, again shout out to Colton Usua winning the singles for uh, the YBC now, yeah. uh gets the old trifecta for, um going to national championships this year and he probably could have made the youth challenge team if he played but he didn't play, so it's yeah great. we have so many good young guys coming That's up awesome. like. It's crazy, I it, man.
0: Um, yeah, I, I love seeing it. Uh, just to touch on, like your multi-sport athlete part of that, um, it, that's a really, that's a really big thing to touch on, and it's been proven over and over in the LTAD, um, the long term long term athlete development, um, that that is it's super important, and it's also super important, um, in terms of injuries too. They find that uh, people who are trained in multiple sports. Or are actively participating in multiple sports are far less likely to be injured. Um, and they're far more likely to be good. So I Yeah, know well, how you, you don't it, but...
4: you don't work sport specific <laughs> muscles, right? Like as a baseball player, you know, you I mean look at Rafa Nadal. The guy yeah. plays tennis his entire life and his left arm is three times bigger than his other my his other arm is three
0: and, times bigger than my left too.
4: Yeah, well that's more loneliness than anything. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I so encourage. I mean, some people be worried, well, I don't want to get hurt for bowling season or, or whatever, but it's, man, like, especially YBC kids. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks, Cal. Barbarians, five in a row. Never thought it would ever happen. But, anyways, getting back to multi sports, it's, it's super important, especially like young kids coming up like YBC um, to get that experience. You know, if you, if you make a provincial championship for basketball or volleyball, to, to get in front of a big crowd and play and, and, and have those, you know, maybe get to a level where you get a scholarship and you can, you can get some of your college university paid for and bring other people from other bring athletes from other sports into the bowling alley too. Right. Like being, uh, advocates for, for your favorite sport, like not to be ashamed. Right. Like we had a, a girl at the school that I work at. Um, and she would kind of giggle every time I would bring up bowling and, and kind of be a little bit embarrassed. And I'm just like, don't be embarrassed. Like, it, you get to go to a national championship and wear the the yellow and gold and, and, and go play for your province. Like, what have your friends done? You know what totally. I mean? Aside from exactly. sit at home and, and talk about stranger things on, on Facebook. You know, like. Yeah.
0: I remember having that same conversation in junior high. We had won YBC Nationals. And they had put up on the like on the um, marquee. Yeah, the marquee out front. Congratulations to Tim and Dexter Wiseman for winning this. And like we got ridiculed. And I that's that is literally exactly what I said to them. It's like, oh, you play hockey? Where have you been? I've been to BC. I've been to Ontario. I've been to Calgary. I've been all over this country for nothing. What have you done? Get out of here.
4: Well. You know, it's it's crazy. But I think we're getting a little off track here, boys. Yes. This is a Masters game. We So, right. big yeah. shout out to Team Manitoba. We had singles gold for the teaching men. We had silver for the teaching men. Our teaching ladies got bronze. Our teaching ladies single She finished seventh, but she battled. Our tournament men, they were the highest average, but of course, they didn't win a medal because they ran into some pretty good teams. Um Our uh, tournament ladies, they were in tough, but they definitely battled out the last two days to move move up a few spots. You don't win an aggregate if you have two or three teams finishing close to the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Seniors gold for both singles and team. Uh, Man, who am I missing here? Well, of course, our singles both getting silver. Uh, (laughs) We were watching, I think it was, was it Tracy versus Alyssa or was it Tyler versus Ryan? Where I had a guy standing beside me, and he's just like, Man, I can't get a good view. All these effing Manitobans just everywhere.
3: Man. Yeah, it's probably me. <laughs> no. I, actually, no. I actually got some of your guys to, to let
0: me stand in front of them.
4: Yeah, right? It's like when, when you're posing for a picture, short guys in front.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Jeff, I forgot how short you were. Anyways, good yeah, to yeah, know. <laughs> but we travel
4: well. And since it was all in the same center, nobody had the excuse of being like, "Well, I couldn't catch the shuttle." It's mm-hmm. like, no, you were already in the bowling alley, so you just stick around and watch.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
4: You know, so it was it was great, and just to have just everybody back there rocking, and then you know Jeff getting the crowd going when he thought Ryan needed a little bit of uh, a little bit yeah. of inspiration, and you know the Punch City that two three match. Oh my God! Yeah. Every time a ball came out of a hand, I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's a that's a head fin Ball comes out. Oh, yep, that's a head pin. Yeah. It's just insane. I, 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 you'll never. I don't think we'll ever see something like that again with so many plows in in the in the semifinals there. But uh, yeah, our uh, we have a really good a really good future for our province, and you know, could not agree more. We, you know, you guys have that that massive community community in Alberta, and and southern Ontario has got a, a really big community for bowling, and and. You know, ours is a decent size, but not everybody plays. I really hope that this is the catalyst for getting our numbers to jump way up and being like, "Hey, we're doing some special shit. Mm-hmm. Come hop on, come be a part of it." Because uh, you know, the the black and gold. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna be up there. We're gonna be winning championships for years. So, like, if you want to be a part of it, like. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Of well, that's yeah.
3: The thing with Southern Ontario, we don't have a youth movement like you guys do right now. It's, cra- it's crazy. You know, just yeah. to see, like, like I, I remember saying, I said to a few people, I'm like, these guys are going to be a problem for a couple decades. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to yeah. be a theme. Like,
4: yeah.
3: we're going to be in tough with this team for, for quite a while. And if, you know, all else fails, you guys can take up basketball. You'll be pretty good, too.
4: Yeah, we got some height, <laughs> eh? Height. Yeah. We got some height. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: I don't know if the coordination is there, Jeff but we definitely have got the height. They have they have good yeah. bowling coordination.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I, I can't see Derek Horn as much as I love him. He'd be uh, pretty fast with the ball and a, and a point guard or something. Dunking like, on yeah. someone in a SpongeBob sweater?
3: We actually got him out to play
4: some slow pitch last year. He wasn't too bad, but nope. he was pitching in vans. He was wearing vans on the diamond. Um, oh, also shout out uh, Max and Alex won yeah. the duos gold for uh for manitoba as well at ybc awesome so, we
0: will be doing a uh a ybc podcast next week um touching on all that and, and potentially bringing on some of uh, some of the kids and the champions from there too so um yeah. congratulations to all those winners congratulations to all the masters winners um congratulations to you brett you did a, an amazing job as a as a manager it was it was awesome
4: thanks was- yeah hey shout out to you for putting all that work in, you and Katie getting all those stats in for the the Nationals website, like I I was absolutely floored with how many people um, were just so relieved that they could go on and, and check the site that they had been checking for updates for almost a decade.
0: Honestly, I was just relieved that the messages stopped. <laughs> That's right.
4: That's right. Hey, sometimes all you need is just the guy standing in the corner to say what the heck is going on? Why isn't this getting done? And then somebody being like, you know what? Give me that crap. And then just getting it done. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? Like sometimes somebody just needs to put their head down and and do it. And, and honestly, aside from the the food, the last night, everything was perfect for the first masters nationals back. in in a few years, like it It was, was, it was really good. Aside from my brother getting kicked out of the breakfast buffet the last morning. Hey, what's your room number? Yeah, we don't have you down. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah you, got, you got kicked out of the buffet the last oh, the last morning. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, again, I, I've said this before, but big shout out to Kelly. She did a phenomenal yes. job oh, organizing all this great. stuff in a really short amount of time, kind of thrown at her. Um, she did an incredible job. Uh, thank you to all the volunteers. Um, thank you to Bonnie Dune. Uh, man, like I, I, stress out. I stress out every time we hold a tournament. I stress out every time. Uh, we only have 16 lanes, and they're holding a 48 lane tournament where a breakdown just can't happen Mm -hmm. that would stress me out to absolute no end so and it went off fantastically kudos to them um yeah kudos to everybody it was it was fun to be a part of even though i wasn't bowling it was nice to be there and harass people and yeah
4: did
3: anybody go in the fountain oh we were going to but we didn't Man, a there, there's a, a
1: few pictures for sure but nothing uh no nobody inside no.
4: yeah we
3: were
1: gonna we we're gonna
3: do it but
4: i'll tell you what out of every single thing that happened that entire week that is the biggest <laughs> surprise <laughs> that nobody went in the fountain the sure, first seven. day i was like
3: i feel like we let you down
4: no no but like
3: yeah, we, were, we were shout
4: we were out to the maturity to
1: of the master bowlers of canada yeah. for nobody totally going sorry, in the fountain
2: tracy and tyler did apparently
1: yeah, oh. just, just, just for pictures though. No, nobody went like.
4: Yeah, I was saying football. more like, oh, no, 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 uh, this, this is your kiddie pool.
3: I was gonna go in and bunny splash in my uniform. I yeah. Didn't care, we never <laughs> went, so. yeah, we had other things on the mind.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, Brett, thank you so much for coming on. Um, always appreciate having on here. Congratulations once again to you. Great to job, Manitoba. Yeah. To all the winners, um, all the medalists. Uh, it was great to have a national event. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you to all the Patreon members. Thank you to All Star Bowling Sales. Um, I'm going to run their commercial, run our commercial, and we'll end this. But thanks for well, tuning in, everybody.
2: Can I quickly just yeah, say, next course. week we are next week we are going to do a YBC
0: yeah.
2: um, wrap up, story that we did here. We already have some people committed. Uh, we have Akira uh, and Seth going to be on. We have Colton Usual. We have the Dunn sisters from Southern Ontario. Uh, the Manitoba Senior Boys are going to be on, and we have a few more we reached out to, so it's going to be a a good packed one. I'm excited to have the kids on. So, yeah, we
0: we like to we like to say it now on podcasts, so they can't back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome! Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks, guys.
1: Night, guys. <laughs>